This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. From the Project Humanoid Dojo in Tokyo, Pennsylvania, this is Murder, My Dude. I'm B.P. Burke. And I'm Jackson Sun. Jackson Sun? Jackson Sun. Not yeah. Jackson? Ja- Jackson Wells Sun. Jackson Wells Chan. Wells Chan. What? No, no Chan. Oh, okay. Stop with the Chan thing. Why do you keep saying Chan? Because I think it's something they'll say, like, I think it's more of like a friendly thing. No. They don't say that? Oh. Maybe they do, but I've never heard it, so they don't. I think that's how it works. Oh, okay. And where is, where is Tokyo, Pennsylvania? I don't know. I think it's in a, it's in a fictitious land. A fictitious like, land. Like, yeah. like the people, uh, like, like the land that Trump supporters live in. <laughs> a where fantasy they, world. Yeah. Like where they think that, um, you know, things are going to be overturned or that Antifa stormed the Capitol. <laughs> um, now, now he, he, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Antifa stormed the Capitol, right? Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we get into this. Sure. Let, we always want to do this, and we always forget to do it until the very end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, why, we could have done this, and then we could have plugged the, the things, but it's fine. Go ahead. Yes, uh, well, we're going to have, we'll, we'll bridge into it. I, I have an idea here. Uh, we have an uh, email address, murdermydude.gmail.com. You can always email us if you have any questions or feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you can, if you enjoy the show, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast, or just look around iTunes. We would love a, a five-star review, Apple Podcasts, But don't give us a five-star frog splash. No, that would hurt. Mm. I don't want that. Don't do that. I don't want it. Yeah. So, also, uh, we do have a Facebook. Yeah. And uh, it's at Podcast My Dude, but if you look up Murder My Dude, you'll find it. We have a Twitter at Murder My Dude. Yeah. We have an Instagram at Murder My Dude. And just we also brand new. Have, we also have mm-hmm. uh, personal... Instagrams, uh, which for me, I men of a thousand names. That's yeah. one and three zeros. Well, I don't have a personal Instagram. You, yes, you do. No, I don't. You just say you don't. You you <laughs> pretend that, that that's that other guy that looks just like me. Right, talks uh, just like me. And on Facebook, I'm Jackson Wells. You search Jackson Wells. That guy is Antifa pretending to be me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, uh, and what brand new is what? Uh, brand new. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if you know about this. I I, I, was, I, I made it over the weekend. We are on Parlor. Uh, uh we're we're um I hate to break this to you. Oh. Uh what? let me let me go on parlor. There's a parlor.com I don't even remember. <laughs> going to look up parlor. Yeah, you just have it on your app so. Yeah. Well, let me go to the app store. Right, yeah, go, do, go, I'm to, the go to Google Play. I have an Android phone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um Okay. Uh-oh. What's the matter? You have an iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't me, find Parler on my sure, my Play Store. Just yeah, let me look, look let me go to the, let me go to the let me go to the iPhone store real quick. The uh, the Apple Store. Yeah, the Apple Store. Okay, so it's not on the Play Store. Uh, um, give me huh. a minute because it's not showing up for some reason. Damn it! Um, I knew I was late to the Parler game. What are these Parler tricks? Yeah, so. Parlor, if you don't know what it is, it's spelt uh, par- it's spelt like parlay, uh, the French word parlay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, parlez-vous? Actually, isn't that P-A-R-L-E-Z? No. Oh. It's it's spelled uh, like parlay. P-A-R-L-E-R, yeah. Um, but it's pronounced parlor because they're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> um, and it's an alt-right uh, it, it, gathering, like QAnon. Right. Uh, now, now, does your does your right-wing family call it parlor? Um, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> isn't that what they call like the living the parlor instead of parlor? What is this? Yeah, obviously, we're being a little facetious. So if you type in parlor, there's parlor, P-A-R-L-O-R, mm-hmm. the social talking app. <laughs> Nobody trying to cash in really quick. Oh, this is an older one. This oh, okay. is this is older. Okay. A parlor, uh, it, it, it's very I hard wonder, to find. I right wonder there. if people... <laughs> <laughs> to join parlor like people the just other... would use this app like what are all these right-wing crazy people doing on my app yeah oh my god i, I need to join this with like a trump thing <laughs> like i'm here guys my favorite person on parlor was a person who was, said they were like working with the white house and they needed uh, like anybody that had stormed the capitol they needed them to send them like their name and their information so they could get a pardon for them and like obviously they're gonna do this and just like send it over to the cops <laughs> That's great. And then Parler got hacked, and I guess everything on there, even if it was deleted, uh, like a, a hacker got it, like everybody's information, all their posts and everything. Mm-hmm. And even though Amazon Web Services dropped Parler from their a female service, hacker, by the way. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, even though Amazon Web Services dropped them from their thing, they're still going to get a bill for their usage for January, and it's going to incu- include this huge bill because this hacker... Like transferred seventy terabytes of data onto their like own systems, so Parler's gonna have to pay for that. Do <laughs> they have to pay for the data transmission that was hacked from them? Wow. <laughs> now, I don't know, man. Do you feel? Do you feel that they should have been taken down? It depends on what they're doing it for. If they they do feel like. Because we're not out of the woods yet. Like, we'll talk about the thing at the Capitol. In fact, the first thing on our notes is, so I guess we have to talk about the thing at the Capitol. Yeah. We're not out of the woods yet. Uh, There's still an inauguration on the 20th. There's still next Wednesday. Right. And there's been talk about a million militia march in Washington, D.C. There's been talk of armed marches at different state houses. Mm -hmm. Even here in Pennsylvania. I know right before we were on here, I was watching MSNBC. And one of the people they had on was my close personal friend, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Right. And he... Very uh, good friends. In- incredibly good friends. Yeah. Um, he invited you over for Christmas. Yeah. Right. But, you know, COVID, so I couldn't. Right. Um, but, yeah, so he was on there and they were talking about, yeah, we're uh, getting ready at the State House. You know, they were pe- he's like, there were people demonstrating below my office just the other day. Like, uh, like he was like hundreds of Trump supporters. They're expecting, like, armed people to be marching in front of there. In um, on on inauguration day, like DC is going to be a fortress. DC, they're already talking about like having thousands of National Guard's troops there. But we're not out of the woods yet. Like, and and if people, if, if they really think that Parlor is a safety issue, and people are plotting terrorist attacks on there and shit, yeah, then you kind of have to act on that. I agree. If it's just like I, I'm sick of right, like I'm sick of right wingers too. Do, do I believe that we should ban every right wing person? No. When eh. it when it becomes dangerous, like QAnon shit, yeah. Where most of the people who stormed the Capitol were QAnon people. The the person we're gonna be talking about a little bit that got shot, big QAnon person. That shit's dangerous. That shit is making people 
violent. And you're being you're being a snowflake right now. You're being a pussy. How? Because you're worried about safety. Oh, okay. Well, the, the, and and and, then, then and, I and I'm not. I, I'm I'm kind of being like I'm kind of being facetious, but I'm not at the same time mm-hmm. because that's how they view things. But it's like, let's try to talk logic instead of just being everybody being condescending, right? And um, just. Take a step back and just try to have a conversation with somebody that really believes that. Uh, Try to have a rational conversation. Can you put the screen back on? How do you? But how do you have a rational conversation with somebody that thinks that they broke into the fucking Capitol to steal evidence that Pelosi and Schumer are because because we need to take this country back. It's been hijacked by the Dems. That's their that's their mindset. Well, if by hijacked you mean they won the election, then yes. No, they didn't. They didn't win the election. They totally did. But but stop. You're you're saying they did. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. To them, it does not. You're correct. Right. That that that's what I'm talking about. And we're only talking about them. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a conversation. It's like I was listening to somebody earlier, and it's so hard because it is very much a cult. And how do you talk logic to somebody that's in a cult? It, it is one hundred percent a cult. Because when you're, it's it's really hard. It's like when you, I, I I was listening to a conversation earlier, and somebody said, "Is it okay to use the phrase white fragility?" And um. It's like, yeah, it, it is if it, if it's in a, um, what do you call it? Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of the the, the word here, the, the context, um, academic. If it, if it's mm-hmm. in like an academic context, right. uh, how then, about the phrase "right fragility"? Because I think that's also what we're seeing here. But the thing is, is that like this person was saying, if you're if you're talking about it in an, in an academic context, of course. But if you're talking to somebody that's right wing, right, you don't want to say white fragility, right, because you're just going to trigger them, right. You're going to make them run to their safe space, which before it was down was parlor. That's what parlor was. It was a fucking safe space. Which, by the way, parlor bans leftist accounts. Yeah, no, it wasn't about free speech. It was about the speech we they want. Right. Yeah, like the the big one of the big investors behind parlor is a woman named Rebecca Mercer. And she, her father was like a very wealthy, I don't know what, Rob, his name's Robert Burst. I don't know what exact business he was in, mm-hmm. uh, but he was like a billionaire. And he was one of the big money people behind Trump's campaign. And he's one of the big people that got Ted Cruz into the Senate. And his daughter kind of runs things too, because he's getting older. So and she's that, one of the big ex- money people behind Parliament. That explains Ted Cruz's uh, reluctance to... Yeah. Se- okay. Okay, now it makes sense. Because this dude made like, Mitch, the ring, Mitch yeah. McConnell apparently... Right. Is is like all for the impeachment. How old's McConnell now? Like 78, something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, he's he just got reelected. He's not up for re-election again in eighty in 80, he, until he's eighty four. So maybe he doesn't he's gonna retire need, at yeah, this point. Maybe he's like Trump. Maybe he's like, This is my last ride. And yeah. and I don't care. Like, cause the people that are standing up, it's people like Romney who Romney genuinely fucking hates the guy. Yeah. Like hates the guy. Yeah. And it's people like um Pat Toomey, who's a senator here in Pennsylvania. Right. And one of the things that's made Pat Toomey willing to stand up to Trump is 
he's not running for re-election. He's leaving public office. Chris Christie, though, he, there's no real, you know, no power or anything there. Yeah, but, and he's not running for anything. Right. So, he, like, he's, the people who are really standing behind Trump are, A, people like Ted Cruz and uh, I forget the guy's name from Missouri, Josh Hawley. Um, Hawley, yeah. They, they're both running for president in 2024. So, and, and they're hoping that Trump doesn't. And Trump's just going to try to have somebody be like, the guy, he wants to be a kingmaker instead of the king again. And he's going to put his weight behind somebody. So they're hoping it's that. Which is a lot. Yeah. Those. Well, no, no. I fat. mean, you're talking about he's fat, but also well, he, he, he carries a lot of sway because he, he like Republicans still love the guy. So, so if you're running for president in 2024 and you're a Republican, A, you're hoping Trump's not going to run too. The thing B, is, you're hoping you're, he's going to give you his blessing. He is, man, he is really fucking destroying that party. And, and, and this was. And this is a long time coming. Yeah. A lot of people have seen this. I, you know, I, I think I said before the election, yeah, like the Republican did. Party will die. Uh, and I mean before the 2016 election. Yeah. Like they no, might win, that, but the well, Republican was, Party will die. I was just going to reference yeah. that. I was going to say, like, you even said the writing was on the wall yeah. at, at, at that point. I, I really doubted that for a while because it was like, I don't think so. Now, yeah, it definitely looks like because. And not die, for, die. I mean, it'll get reshaped. Sure. Yeah. But, but. The Republican Party, as you know it, is gone. The GOP, yeah, is done. Right, GOP is dead, dead in the water. There's going to be something that comes out. There's going to be Trump's Republican Party, right, which is not the GOP. Right, it's like the NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Let's circle back to the beginning, and when I was uh, talking about Antifa. Uh, Going into the Capitol. Right. Well, no, wrong, but you know what I mean. How do they know? I want to know where where is the data that shows that it was Antifa? Other than saying, well, something bad, so it must be. be right. Because because Trump isn't saying Antifa. Well, they'll, they'll show a picture of somebody and then claim this other picture of this other guy is the same person. That's one of the things they've done. There's that Q shaman guy. Yeah, the the horn guy. Yeah, the the guy with the horns. And there was there was a picture of him at like a I don't know if it was an Antifa rally or a Black Lives Matter rally in Arizona yeah. over the summer. And he was there, and they'll show this really cropped shot of him being there. Yeah. And if you zoom out and you see the actual picture, it's him holding a big staff that has a letter Q on it. Because he was there to counter protest. Right. But they'll be like, Well, he was at the protest, so he's Antifa. Yeah. Because it's this, it's this, and, and, and that right there yeah. just shows they will fucking turn on you, right? And he'll, this idiot will come back and still support, and still, be, and the, and what they'll say to him is, mm -hmm. "No, man, no, we, we didn't say that you were right." Antifa came in and said that you yeah. were Antifa. It, yeah, it's a boogeyman. Yeah. What? It, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and and it happened to a degree. There in, is no, there's no accountability. No, there's no, there's never been accountability with fucking Republicans. Okay, l l let me let me let me rephrase this. There's hardly been accountability mm -hmm. with with right righties. Right. That yes, correct. There is zero accountability with Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. Zero fucking accountability. And and that starts at the top because he'll never admit fault. It's always somebody else that did it. He'll never admit that he did something wrong. So they're they're basically acting in his image. Like he's a guy that'll say like I never said that. And there's audio of him saying that, 
And because he lies and his people swear to it, they think they can do the same thing. So Antifa stormed the Capitol. No. No. Let's let's follow. Okay. Just follow me here. Right. Antifa stormed the Let's. We're going under the assumption that yeah. they did. They, they stormed the Capitol to protest the results of an election where they liked the results to a degree. Right. They, they didn't want Biden, but they wanted them more than Trump. Right. Like, but we're going to storm the Capitol anyway. Right. Well, they no, 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 no. They didn't do it because of that. They tried that, to do it to make the Trump people look bad. Right. Just to make the Trump people look bad. Mm-hmm. So you're following me, right? Yeah. That's where they that's what they did. Right. So the police shot one of one of the Antifa members. And the, 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 the she woman was in a real deep cover. She was Antifa. Yeah, she was military for about 15 years. That's true. Uh, Air Force. Air Force. I mean, that's, that's still the military. It's military. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you had it corrected. Yeah, like, it's, like nah. it's, a, it's like it's a fucking Coast Guard. Yeah. Did I just say that? Get all the Coast Guard people pissed off. Yeah, because there's a whole lot listening. It's not like she was in fucking Space Force. Listen, fuck you. First of all, Space Force is probably the only cool thing he did. <laughs> The whole, uh, during his whole fucking yeah, one of the writers for James Corden's show, Ian Carmelli's like the head writer. He's a comedian. He's like, I can't believe there's a president that fucks porn stars and wants to build a space army, and I still hate him. Yeah, um, it's probably the only cool fucking thing he's done in his in his whole presidency, right? What else has he done? I don't think he's done anything cool. No, um, just the space army, and I think that's really fucking cool. And people shit on it. It's like, really, dude? That's what we're shitting on? Okay. Um, so, so this, well, I don't remember her. What was her name? Uh, well, we're going to Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Uh, so Ashley Babbitt, obviously with all the, with all the, uh, protesters, mm-hmm. that mob as, as Trump calls right. them, she get, gets shot by a police officer. Right. She was clearly Antifa. Or was she? she? No, no, she had to be okay. because they said that they were Antifa. So if they're Antifa that did that, mm-hmm. she's Antifa. Maybe she was there trying to stop Antifa, and they no, there, her. no, there, no. But there's video of what she was doing and how oh. how she was acting with all the people around her. Maybe she was trying to run away from Antifa. No, she was running the wrong way because oh. there was doors right behind her. She could have gotten out of. Yeah, she was trying to go through a window that police had barricaded, and they were on the other side. Mm-hmm. And once she tried to go through it, they shot her. Well, yeah, because apparently, like, that was right by the Senate, uh, the Senate, like the yeah, Senate right. floor. And that's and they still had senators in there. So that was like the last line of defense. And they were trying to hold that line. Right. And she tried to go through and they shot her because she was Antifa trying to attack the senators. Um, because that's what they're saying. They're saying... Mm-hmm that antifa did it so clearly she clearly she's antifa so if she's antifa uh-huh. since she's part of them why are they not fucking happy that she's dead why are they not celebrating since antifa was there that mm-hmm. was antifa why are they not celebrating her death it's almost as if they're just making up the whole antifa thing oh so wait a minute right it wasn't really antifa no oh they were really trump supporters oh yeah totally oh so they're they're all just vile pieces of shit. Well, those ones that stormed the Capitol. All of them, for the most. Part. No, no, I mean all of them. Every single Trump supporter. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm making this declaration. <laughs> the declaration. Every single Trump supporter is a piece of shit. All of you. If you're listening to this show, you're a Trump supporter. Stop listening. You're a piece of shit. I don't want you to listen anymore. I don't give a fuck 
I don't want you to listen. I don't want your money. I don't want your fucking. I don't. I don't want any. I don't want your patronage. Not that you fucking buy our shirts anyway. <laughs> I don't want you listening. I don't like you. I'll never like you. I won't shop at your fucking bullshit unless it's a big box store. Now, real quick, let me touch on this. Mm-hmm. They always say shop small. Hey, fuck you. Shop big. Shop big. Because all the fucking small places I can't afford. Right. And you're all Trump supporters anyway. So wait a minute. Shop small for fucking outlandish prices or shop big for cheaper prices. All run by Trump supporters. I'm shopping big. It's funny. I'm a big shopper. Mommy. Wow. I'm a big shopper now. I'm a big shopper now. It's funny that one of the things that has happened recently a lot of corporate people are, or a lot of corporate entities that donate to these people are now pulling their their money from a lot of the Congress members yeah. that were still supporting contesting the election after the fact. Like I know, I saw that. Uh, Hallmark was the big one. Uh, yeah, they 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 donated a lot of money to Josh Hawley and to another congressman. That I think well, Saw Hawley's a senator from Missouri. I think Hallmark's like headquartered in Kansas City. They're like one of the big employers there. Yeah, and they they like made a three thousand dollar contribution to to his campaign for one, and then there was like a five thousand five thousand. I don't I don't remember the other person's for name. Another one, yeah. But not only did were they like we're not going to give you money anymore. Like, can we have our money back, please? They're the, uh, but yeah, like Comcast. Some of them were just saying we're not going to donate to even Democrats. But a lot you know, other ones are just saying we're not donating. To I know that you're a little bit more on the like. Well, fuck no, fuck that guy. Because if if I, if I say something normally like, oh, wow, even Mitch McConnell, he'd be like, fuck him, fuck him. And I don't and like Mitch McConnell. He's on the he's he's, he's better than Josh Hawley. Mitch, I don't Mitch, like Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is definitely fucking like Palpatine, yeah, or something. He's he's up there on the dark because side. He, here's the thing too with Mitch McConnell. He's mm-hmm. gotten what he wanted from Trump. He wanted judges. He got his judges. He got three judges on the Supreme Court. They didn't overturn the election like Trump wanted them to. But they're going to gut unions like McConnell wants them to. They're going to gut voting rights like McConnell wants them to. They're going to gut fucking anything else that's good like McConnell wants them to. Yeah. So McCon- Trump has outlived his usefulness for McConnell. Now he's dragging down the party and McConnell would like to see him go away. Right. That's what it boils down to. McConnell's always playing chess. Right. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's fucking crazy, but I, I want... Anybody that sat there and thought maybe it is Antifa to think about uh, going back to the whole storming the Capitol thing uh, to sit there and really think about this rationally. Why would they want to storm the Capitol if they were getting the results that they they, wanted? Yeah. Unless they're like, we demand Bernie Sanders becomes president somehow. um, I don't think that was going to happen. It's so fucking silly. It's just so silly. Because these people they they're finding out and and then By the way, I love that man. Yeah, you know, I I love him too, but he he's petitioning now for because of the COVID emergency mm-hmm. and because he's going to be the head of the uh the Senate Budget Committee, which is a very powerful position. Mm-hmm. He is going to push for temporary universal health care in the COVID relief bill because of the medical emergency. Wow. I love that man. <laughs> I love that man so much. We don't deserve him. Yes, we do. We do, but we're not going to get him. But we deserve him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why do people always say that? That's a, that's a dumb saying. Well, because the voters we don't, didn't we don't, vote for No, that's very, it doesn't matter. It's still a very stupid thing to say. It's a very, like, Catholic guilt thing to fucking, like, that's, that, I don't, I don't believe in that guilt fucking thing. I believe, no, we do deserve, we deserve the best president ever is what we deserve mm -hmm. because we've been shit on so much. Well, you're getting Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden fucking stinks. Yeah. We know that. So why'd you vote for him? Because I didn't want Trump. Right. Because Trump is worse. Yeah. But do you, do you, you want diabetes or do you want stage four cancer? Right. Well, I have diabetes and I had, technically they said that what I had was because thyroid cancer doesn't work in the same stages as other cancers. Right. That it would, it's technically stage four or mm -hmm. was technically stage four, but it wasn't. I forget how the or, how it was okay. But would you rather be shot in the in the hand or would you rather be shot in the face? That was a choice between Biden and Trump. It really depends. Either way, you're getting shot. But which yeah. would you rather have? Really depends on which is Trump the hand or the face. Trump is the face. I'd rather be shot in the face if I knew that I was going to live. You don't know you're going to live. I don't know that I'm going to live with the hand thing either because of a fucking you know because of infection and all. But okay, I, well, but I need my hands. I, I'm going to shoot you, and we'll flip a coin. Since it doesn't really matter, you will flip a coin. Where are you getting a gun from? Um, I don't know. I'll borrow one. Arm the left. That's right. Hashtag arm the left. <laughs> and with that said, I guess it's time to get into... This Week Murder! What's our first thing here? So, I guess we have to talk about the thing at the Capitol. Well, we already did. But let's get into it a little more formally. One of the tricky things about taping a show two days before it's released is that we sometimes have what we say cast in a different light by the events of the world. So with that being said, we talked a whole bunch about riots and such on January 5th last week. We kind of bookended our show by talking about like the Black Lives Matter riots and a bunch of things like that. Yeah. Not knowing that the very next day there was going to be a giant fucking riot and people were going to overrun the Capitol building. We should uh, have had an idea. Yeah, I, I realized it. Uh, I realized it that morning because I was on a message board uh, with with some people and and somebody was like, man, I wish I could see because there were like people hit pictures of people like remember the naked cowboy? Mm -hmm. He was at the, the thing. The naked cowboy is apparently a Trump guy. Of course. A and is. it was like all these things. He's a cowboy. Yeah. Naked cowboys, cloak cowboys, Dallas cowboys are all Trump people. Yeah. So. Uh, somebody on this message board I'm on is like, man, I wish I could, um, I wish I could, I, I forget what he called it, I wish you could see a live stream of the Gathering of the Trumpelos, is I think what he called it, instead of the Gathering of the Juggalos. I, I got it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, there, I'm like, it's on whatever, but it's just Trump doing a speech. I'm sure there'll be a lot of coverage of the riot later. I literally said this before the riot. Well, you you said that because you're Antifa, and you knew that that was going to happen. I am Antifa. King Antifa. You're, yeah, and I my queen is Queen Antifa. Right, and she sang a song U N I T Y. Yeah, but no, I I knew it because I have a brain, and I knew that these Trump people, he's riling them up, and they're not just going to stand out there. They're going to be so pissed and so so in their feelings that their guy lost and he's not going to, they're not going to overturn but it. it. They were there for a peaceful protest. All of them, every single one. Nah. They, no, they were all there for peaceful protest, even though they were stomping on guardrails and just destroying everything yeah. that they could. Even though they built a gallows and they were ch chanting hang Mike Pence. Right. 
they wrote murder the media mm-hmm. on the fucking doors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they smashed the windows, they broke in, they, you know, we, we know everything that happened. By the way, did you see what happened? I think it's in, of course this is in Florida. I'm pretty sure it's in Florida at least. Somebody carved or burned Trump onto the back of a manatee. Yeah, I did see that. A fucking manatee. Obviously Antifa did that, dude. Manatifa? Yeah. Man- Mantifa? Mantifa, yeah. Mantifa? Uh, they did it. Because Trump, Trump supporters, as we know, they're docile creatures, right? They're extremely, they're snowflakes. Yeah. Now we know that. We know well, that. Yeah. That's, they're they're absolutely. They're, they're the snowiest. Of that's snowflakes. not even. That's not even us joking. Yeah. yeah. They're they're definitely. They're an avalanche. <laughs> they're 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 a blizzard. They're yeah. yeah. They're the ice age. So with that being said, we did talk a lot about uh, all this, and then the next day, there's a giant riot in the midst of Congress in a joint session. I remember that band from the 80s, Giant Riot. That was Quiet Riot. Mm. I wish Trump supporters are quiet. They always talk about how like they're the uh, they're the silent majority. I wish they would be fucking silent. Trump supporters I know never shut the fuck up. Um, but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Just there. No, I shouldn't do that while you're eating. No. So the Trump supporters, uh, uh, not Antifa, it was Trump supporters. A storm the Capitol building as a joint session of Congress was in the midst of hearing objections on the count of Arizona's electoral votes. By the way, if it's Antifa, why did Donald Trump later say you're very special, we love you in his message? Because Donald Trump loves Antifa. <laughs> oh my God. Kaiser Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The- Donald Trump is the king of Antifa. Yeah. Holy shit. We figured so Trump supporters are Antifa. Right. But they're very fuff for being Antifa. It's just that Antifa. They're pro they're profa. The, the Antifa right. was just a red herring. I knew it was red herring. Yeah. Always. Antifa's not a real thing. Yeah. It's they like, just want to br- It's like communism, it's just a red herring. Right. They they want to blame liberals and anybody that's left leaning. Right. So they, they came up with this boogeyman called Antifa. Right. Well, that's literally what happened. Uh, but anyway, so in the stark contrast to last summer's protests in the wake of the death of George Floyd, where the Capitol steps were lined by heavily armed soldiers, Capitol Police, in at least one case here, literally moved guard guardrails to let the rioters rush the Capitol. They were taking selfies with them. They were giving them directions. Um, and the crowd took over for all intents and purposes for a few hours. Yeah, they're being, uh, a lot of those cops are being, uh, interviewed. And yeah, I know the one that was taking selfies with them got suspended pending an investigation. Mm-hmm. Inside the building, the Secret Service quickly secured Vice President Mike Pence while Capitol Police scurried to protect Congress. And one thing that's happened is at least because even when they're like rushing everybody into like these bunkers and like keeping them hidden. They're not separating them by party at this point, and there were people that were Republican co- people in Congress that refused to wear masks, yeah. and now three members of Congress, all of them Democrats, have tested positive for COVID hmm. because of that. Um, and the fracas, uh, we did bring this up earlier, one rioter was shot and killed, 35-year-old Ashley Elizabeth Babbitt of San Diego, California. She was, How'd she die? Uh, she was shot. By who? By a Capitol Police officer. Was he hunting Babbitt's? Shh, be wewy, wewy, quiet. I'm hunting Babbitts. Well, it was Babbitt season. Mm. 
Sorry. Duck season. I normally say that we don't uh we don't make fun of the dead. No, that, she's a terrorist. You can make she's fun of her. She's a fucking terrorist. You can make fun of terrorists. Listen. There's no if and or buts about this. Mm-hmm. The people that stormed the Capitol are traitors. You could you could call anybody a traitor right. that votes different than you vote. You could call anybody a traitor that likes a different football team. None of it really makes sense until you fucking break into the Capitol. Right. At that point, you are you're, you're it's you're trying to overthrow the government. It's treasonous. Right. You should every single fucking person that entered that building. It was, they they entered illegally that day. What if you only took a step in and they pushed you out and maced you? They pushed me out and maced me. <laughs> that, that which totally happened. That, just just tell yeah. just just set, go ahead. It's You're a video. Set it up. It's a video that's that's made its rounds. And uh, if you've seen her, I think her name was Elizabeth. I know she was from, like Tennessee somewhere. I think. Oh yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that Elizabeth was from Kentucky, very close by. Wow. And uh, Babbitt's middle name was Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm. Conspiracy. Antifa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Uh huh. Um. So the video. It's the Animaniacs opening where they're we're Animani, totally insaney. They pushed me out and mace me. Animaniacs. It's. Hilarious. It's so fucking it's, funny. It might be the funniest thing I've seen all year so far. I was dying when you fucking sent that to me, dude. <laughs> I just had to start like messaging people with it. <laughs> and I don't think people got it. It's you I guess it's of a time. And yeah. I, I, I loved Animaniacs when I was a kid, so it, it hit me in the funny bone. Yeah. And so uh video uh and and by the way, Ashley Babbitt was a fourteen year veteran yeah. of the Air Force and ran a pool supply company in Spring Valley, California. And still a terrorist. Yeah. I know she was in the Air Force. Still a terrorist. Yeah. There, um, when, uh, Timothy McVeigh was a veteran. He's a terrorist. He's a terrorist. Uh, the DC sniper. Yes. Terrorist. Yeah. You can, you can be a veteran and Mm -hmm. be a fucking terrorist. If you were there that day, you entered that building. You're not supposed to enter that building. Right. You're a fucking terrorist. It's a treasonous act. There, there was a, We knew what they were doing as soon as we saw them going in there. As soon as we saw them bust the fucking windows mm-hmm. and climb through windows. But that's their house. The taxpayers pay for that house. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, you know what else taxpayers pay for? Federal prisons. Yeah. Try storming a federal prison like that. Yeah. It would have ended a lot differently. Right. They would have fired from the guard tower. Yeah. And they should have. And they did. That's why... I'm 100% okay with what that officer did. Yeah. For once. Oh, and I, I like I like this. It's like, oh, so now you you uh, are okay with, uh, you know, police. My and then I I like responding. So oh, so now you're not okay with police. Yeah. <laughs> that that's what aboutism. That and and Republicans are all about what about it. Well, what about this? What about and you can yeah. do that to explain why anything. Because, well, well, this person did something bad, so anybody can do things bad. You, know, you can never be upset about them. We, I think we've, we've said this time and time again. At least I know I, I have on right. here. Uh, I'm not for defund the police. I am of the school of thought that we need to invest more into police 
Um, I think that a lot of police should lose their jobs. I like to say we need to rethink the police, but you can't eliminate. You can't abolish the police. No, you can't. It's impossible. You can't. Yeah. Because uh, as we said before, black people won't fare too fucking well. Black people will not fare. If there is no police, the left wing won't fare too well. It it doesn't matter if you're left leaning or not. Nobody knows who you are. You're white. Yeah. You know, unless you're running around with a fucking Biden shirt yeah. or a Bernie shirt, mm-hmm. you know, or a shirt that, that's that's criticizing Trump or whatever. Right. Nobody, you know, you could wear. If you have a Trump lost LOL flag on your house, you'll be in trouble. Right. I mean, you're in trouble anyway if you yeah. have that. That's a dumb thing to have. Yeah. I, I put a I put a, a, a thing. I think you showed me it initially. And then I put on those those flags, by the way, are being sold for like 25, 35 yeah. bucks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have one. The problem is, is where I live now, where you live, because yeah. we live in the same house, uh, our house would be fucking egged or somebody would steal it. Yeah. That just shows how fucked up. I Let, let me let me tell this one more time. We'll get back into this Ashley uh, Babbitt story. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had, a, I had a friend in Indiana and she was uh, campaigning for Bernie Sanders. This is in the 2016 election. Uh, she was campaigning in Indiana and uh, she asked me for my address and I gave it to her and she sent me a sticker. It was the first Bernie sticker I ever got. Mm -hmm. And I put it on, uh, we had me and my ex had a trailblazer. We put it on a trailblazer. We went into, of all places, Walmart. Yeah. We go into Walmart for about a half hour. We come out. Somebody took a fucking razor blade to our sticker. Yeah. We should have fucking stormed right to the office and demand to see video footage. Yeah, they have surveillance cameras in the parking lot. Right. We should have fucking went there to 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 see that. But I was so pissed off. And I just kept writing on, you know, like writing on things like, I guarantee you, whoever did it would have never had the balls to do it with me standing there. Right. They would have never fucking done it. Not even in this area where they all carry guns. They wouldn't have had the fucking balls. They would have never done it. Never. You know how many times I walked around with a fucking Bernie shirt and not a single motherfucker said shit to me? Yeah. Yeah, you would always wear a Bernie shirt. Always wear a fucking Bernie shirt. Not a motherfucker would say shit to me. So there's no way that they were going to fucking take a razor to my fucking car with me standing there because they're pussies. Well, I was going to say, I think, and this might be controversial, if you feel like, if 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 like you need a gun to protect your home, okay. Like if if you you want to have a gun in case somebody breaks into your house, okay. If you feel like you need a gun to go in the Walmart, that seems like there's a bit of insecurity there. It seems like you're overcompensating for something. Well, what if somebody in there has a gun and pulls the gun out and and holds? Well, they have the drop on you now. But they hold, they're holding up, I mean, look, listen, they only have one gun on them Mm -hmm. and they're holding uh, a cashier hostage. You know, we need a savior there. No, we don't. The cashier can give them the money and they can go. No, 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 no. No, we need to be the hero. You pulling a gun might get that cashier killed. Well, I mean, if. You're not John Wayne. If if I'm behind them and I have a gun. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because and, and what are you going to do with the gun? Well, I'm going to shoot the guy. And what if with their last reflex, they shoot the cashier? And what if a cop comes in and does the same thing? Well, cops, I, I think cops might more set a perimeter and 
Like I, I try. I think cops try to avoid shootouts when there's a hostage situation. Of course they do. Yeah, because that's the sensible thing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, they they yeah, they all think they're fucking John Wayne. No, that's that's why police tell you. Yeah, if they're robbing somebody, let them take yeah. the fucking money yeah, and don't go. be a hero. Yeah, don't be a hero. Um, it's like when I. I remember speaking out against there was a, a so we have local convenience stores called uh, Turkey Hill, which is like a Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, our local one of our local Turkey Hills got robbed, and the lady that was working there ran after the guy, yeah. and she got fired because protocol is you do not run after, right. yeah, and th- those stores are insured, they they'll they'll be fine, and so she broke the rules of that. Uh, of that store and she got fired Mm -hmm. and all the local people were and and by the way this is and i know we're we're totally fucking off the bat thing we'll get back there in a second um this is why people say if they were black and say oh you have to bring race into it yes you do because if the store worker was a black person they would have said well she should have followed yeah, she, the rules. She, yeah, she should have followed the rules. There exactly. are rules. Because because rules only apply when you agree with it. Right. So if it's a black person, you don't like black people, then the, then the rules apply. Mm-hmm. But if it's a white person and you know who she is and you feel bad for her, then the rules don't apply. Exactly. So when this particular lady ran out, she got fired, all the local people... Or saying she need that that's messed up. She should get her job back. Mm-hmm. And I was like one of the first people on her said no. Like rules are rules. Rules are fucking rules. Because if I would have done it, I guarantee you I wouldn't have garnered as much sympathy as she did. Mm-hmm. If a black person did it, I guarantee you, or any any minority, yeah. if if they knew that the person was a known leftist, yep, a Democrat. They would have said rules are rules, yeah. but because this was a lady that they all knew that it was, no, oh, no, you know. Exactly. No, totally. Totally. So, anyway, um, I just, I hate the hypocrisy of, I don't like hypocrisy either way, either way. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, we, we were all over the place here, but, um, I, you know, it's, it's funny with the whole, like, uh, arm the left thing. We said arm the left earlier. I'll have to move this table here. I'm being distracted. Your dog's sitting there licking its paw. And I have, uh, I get anxiety when, when certain, I see certain things or hear certain things bother. You know, like we talked uh, a while ago about the misophilia. Yeah. Um, with the certain sounds. Yes, when you have asbestos and... You, no, no, you no, that's, that's mesothelioma. Oh, okay. Um, this is miso, like M- mis- miso, miso, M-I-S-O. So no, yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. It's a delicious philia. Uh, it's, it's basically the uh, opposite of ASMR. It's where certain sounds trigger you. They, mm-hmm. they give you anxiety. They make you angry. It's not just sounds for me. It's certain things. Like I see your dogs that are licking its paw it makes my chest fucking tighten up. Mm-hmm. It gives me, I don't know what, it's just like, whew, it bothers me. Like, I had to, I had to stop the show last week, I think it was. Yeah. No, I know how you feel, because this is how I feel every time I see a cat. Really? 
I just don't like cats. Like anytime you see a cat? No, no, it's I'm I'm exaggerating. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of cats, but I'm not either. Yeah. Really, I was when I was a kid. I don't really like cats anymore. Yeah. I mean, once uh, these cats are gone, I'll never get a fucking cat again. Never, like ever, ever in my life. If I decide to date somebody and she has a cat, obviously I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not going to date you because you have a cat. Like, <laughs> real quick. I'm sorry. I know. Sidetrack, 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 sidetrack. Yeah. Uh, this is just a sidebar. Um, <laughs> I was talking to some girl It's probably about a week ago. And I didn't talk to her for long. Because she told me she was a vegetarian. And I go, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> and she goes, what? And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> I did. <laughs> she said something. I go, what? <laughs> And then she did, she goes what after I go please don't please don't do that and she was like it's not like you own what and I'm like I know Borat does but yeah. you know like fuck it come on don't be, don't be obnoxious I'm like you're already a vegetarian and she was like really butthurt that I was just like I don't think so I don't I don't think I want to really date a vegetarian and and I think that my reasoning was logical one I think they're idiots two. I think, um, I just think vegetarian, I think it's so stupid being a vegetarian and being a vegan. I think for health reasons, if you really need to be, it's fine. But just the whole, like, there's a whole breakdown of why it just, you know, it doesn't really help things and how you're actually still eating uh, animal byproducts of some kind, even when you claim to be a vegan or vegetarian, mm -hmm. you're still doing, you know, like when you're eating certain dyes and it has like, it's made out of like right. bugs and stuff. Yeah, there's there's yeah, like red, whatever. Yeah. Right. And there's so many different things. But anyway, um, I said for me, it's just obnoxious because I don't, I like going to steakhouses and I don't want to, and I, and I like actually sharing meals with people and having tried things. It's just fucking obnoxious. And I'm like, nah, I just don't want that. You know? And then she was like criticizing me for how dumb it is for, and I'm like, Oh, but, it, but I'm not allowed to criticize you for, for thinking veganism's dumb, but you're, it, it was it is silly. I don't even know what made me get in, get uh, into that, but I don't know why. I just went on with that. Whatever. There you go. Take that for for what. I just you don't like cats. I don't like vegetarians. Yeah. I'm sure they're nice. They're nice enough people. I'm sure. I know cats aren't nice. No yeah. vegans. Fuck vegans. Yeah. Again, fuck fuck vegans for unless it's a unless it's a uh, uh, um, health thing. Mm -hmm. If you're a vegan for health, I cool. You know, if it's this whole you know like. But I don't want to kill animals, man. Then don't wash yourself. Don't walk. Because you're literally washing and killing things that are on you. What are they saying? I know I'm going to kill animals through the process of my life, but I want to minimize the amount of animals I kill. Okay, I'll accept that. All right. Yeah. I'll accept that. But veganism is just so obnoxious. They're fucking annoying. Are they not? I wish I could... I wish I had the... I wish I had the... Well, first of all, it would be good for me for health reasons. I used to think that. I used, I did. I, th I thought that. Because the whole... Like, kill, because we have dogs. Yeah. Right? And we, we love our dogs. Yeah. And we go, I wouldn't want to kill my dog and eat it. Yeah. Right? But we love cow and we love chicken. Yeah. And we love pig. And pigs are apparently like more intelligent than dogs. They are. Yeah. And there are lots of people that... like I know, I know a girl who has a pig. Right. She's a pet pig. And that like... She will not, you know, she will not eat pork, obviously. Yeah. 
My mom for years would not eat chicken because she had a baby chick when she was a kid. Yeah. And she was convinced that her grandparents killed it and ate it. Okay. Maybe they did. Maybe they fucking did. Yeah. You know, it's... I don't want to do the killing. I just don't. Oh, if you had to kill your own, I would become a vegan very quickly. Very quickly. I I think, like, like, fish... I don't want to gut a fucking fish. If I had to do the dirty work, I would become a vegan very quickly. Really? I think so, yeah. I don't think you would last being a vegan. It would be hard. But it would also be hard to say, okay, you guys no, you would become a ve- you become a vegetarian, not a vegan. Why would you become a vegan? Do I have to go milk the cow and like process the cheese and shit like that? Yeah, what's wrong with milking a cow? Well, first I've got to find the damn cow. Well, well, if you have to milk the cow, then you're already going to have the cow. That's true. I don't think that that's the rule that you have to, okay. in order to drink milk, yeah. milk the cow yourself. Well, I mean, if you have to, if you have to kill the cow to eat the beef, fine. Well, if if that's the thing, then you supply me with the farm okay. and the animals. You know. Well, no, you you just instead of this, instead of buying a steak at the supermarket, you have to. They have a cow there, and they give you a gun. Be like, go go do your thing. I don't think that that's a, a rule anywhere. It's not. Yeah, this is a thought experiment. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh, but I just yeah. No, I would pro if if that were the case, then I then I would become vegetarian, not uh, vegan, because I don't want to go through all of that. But I, mean, I don't really. I'm not the biggest. I mean, cheese would be the thing I would miss the most from like dairy. I don't drink milk. Only I eat ice cream occasionally, maybe mm-hmm. cheese. I, I I do eat a lot of cheese. Right. So that would be the thing I would miss the most from dairy. I drink milk a lot. Yeah. I shouldn't, but um, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. We got way off the we fucking did. way, way, so way, anyway, way, way. Uh, we were talking about Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Way, uh, a long time ago. Yeah, video taken by another rioter captured the moment of Babbitt's shooting. Sure. She was part of a group that advanced a flight of stairs and was attempting to breach a doorway and access the Capitol speaker's lobby. Like a typical Antifa. A shot rang out, hitting Babbitt. Mm-hmm. D.C. Metro Police Chief Robert Conti said that Babbitt, quote, was transported to a local hospital where, after all life-saving efforts failed, she was announced deceased. Now, was that before or after he did the songs to, like, Karate Kid and Rocky? That was Bill Conti. Oh, and it was spelled differently, wasn't yes, it? Yes, there's a C-O-N-T-E, mm. the guy from that, the the guy from the Philadelphia Orchestra, Bill Conti, was yeah. uh, C-O-N-T-I. Oh, okay. Uh, Timothy McEntee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babbitt's ex-husband said... Yeah, they they should have would... wrote Trump on his back. <laughs> That's a manatee. Oh. Uh, he said he uh, that, that Ashley Babbitt was, quote, a wonderful woman mm-hmm. with a big heart and a strong mind. Yeah. Well, she was. She was Antifa. Well, no. She was a terrorist. Oh. Uh, shortly before participating in the riot, Babbitt made an interesting post on social media. Uh, her post said, quote, Nothing will stop us. Except the bullet. They can try and try and try, but the storm is here and it is descending on D.C., in less than 24 hours, dot, 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 dark to light. Hmm. How'd that work out for you? She's dead. Hmm. Three other people died in the incident, though their deaths were not attributed to shootings by Capitol Police. And then a uh, fourth, a Capitol Police officer, I believe, killed himself, they said afterward. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, we might have more to say about one or two of those people later. Uh, so next story. Police will not seek death penalty for celebration, Florida. Um, celebration, Florida. I, it's you know what? It's the uh, it's the comma. So yeah. let me do this again. Police will not seek death penalty for celebration, Florida man accused of killing his family. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. I 
would love to move to Celebration, Florida. And if you go way back to the early run of the show, we did an episode in, I think, the 20s or the 30s. Disney, my dude. That was a long time. That was like 100 years ago. Like 190 years ago. The 20s or 30s? No, no, no. Episode 20, episode 30. It was actually about two years ago, three years ago. Okay. Two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first few dozen episodes we did. I think I actually did it in 2019. I think it was like a year and a half ago. Okay. We did Disney, my dude. And one of the things we covered was the town of Celebration, Florida. Right. A planned community just outside of Walt Disney World created by Disney itself. Right. Yeah. It's no longer run by Disney. Right. Uh, I, I think, think they, they own still, like a utility or two there. Yeah. They still have, they have buildings there. They're, yeah. they're still, I think there's like a, uh, a section of uh, a celebration that's, that's being built because they're still building onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Disney may have something to do with that, mm-hmm. but as far as they, they don't run the town. Yeah, it's a planned community, and Disney was the one that planned it, but they no longer run it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and on January 13th, 2020, FBI agents arrived at a home in Celebrations North Village to serve a search warrant at the home of Anthony Todd. Well, a home of Anthony Todd. Uh, T-O-D-T. I think it's Todd. We'll say Todd. Uh, he was a Connecticut physical therapist who had abruptly closed down his practice that past November and was being investigated for health care fraud connected with tens of thousands of dollars that were billed to Medicare and other providers for services that were never rendered. The agents found, when they came in to, to serve the search warrant, the decomposing bodies of 42-year-old Megan Todd, Anthony's wife, and their three children, 14-year-old Alec, 11-year-old Tyler, and 4-year-old Zoe, as well as Breezy, the family dog. Is it 13-year-old Alec or 14? 13, I believe. Oh, you said 14. 13-year-old, sorry. 13-year-old okay. Alec, 11-year-old Tyler, and 4-year-old That Zoe. is uh, disturbing? Very. Uh, Anthony Todd, who had recently moved to the Celebration Home full-time, where before he was spending weekends there while working weekdays in Connecticut, confessed to the murders while being questioned, but later changed his story. Okay. While in prison, Todd c- claimed to his sister that Megan, his wife had drugged the children by putting Benadryl into a pie and then stabbed them after they had passed out before overdosing on Benadryl herself and stabbing herself in the stomach right before she passed out. Oh, okay. So she's like, ah, she's like, I'm fading. Yeah. 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 Police believe that Anthony carried out the murders in a similar fashion, that basically he drugged his family and then killed them. Okay. And what's this, uh, what's he fucking Benoit? it, It is a certain type of, um, they're called family annihilators. This is actually a psychological archetype right. of killers. Yeah, and they actually we 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 just uh, I think you just covered that term not that long ago. Uh, we may have. There might have been a, a story we did where yeah, there there the it is a particular subclass of murderer called a family annihilator. Okay, and basically it's usually when things are going bad and they feel like you know we're past the point of no return and I have to take them all out. They're better off dead. Is basically what they think. Right. And uh, state attorney Aramis Ayala, who had not sought re-election and is an opponent of the the death penalty, has dropped the request to see capital punishment in this quadruple murder case, making the following statement. Quote, after due consideration of the facts and law applicable to this case, including serious concerns regarding the mental health of the defendant, it is not in the best interest of the people of the state of Florida to pursue the death penalty as a potential sentence. Given that Todd was staying in the house with the bodies of his family for several days, if not nearly two weeks, and that he reportedly attempted suicide at least once before being apprehended, which again, like Chris Mott, not that uncommon with family annihilators. Uh, a lot of them do kill themselves. Yeah. And uh, his mental health is certainly in question. So 
she's saying like he may have snapped, and if that case, maybe the death penalty is not the best course of action. And and we've we've done that debate six ways to Sunday. Uh, we all know where I stand on the death penalty. Yeah, even for something this heinous, put him away forever. Uh, do you think this guy was a Trump supporter? Sounds like a Trump supporter. Um, small business owner, moved to Florida, criminal. Yes, I think he was a Trump supporter. Sounds like me. You didn't. I mean, you're not an embezzler. No, no, no. It was small business owner. Uh, like I could say, well, not, uh, no, not exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, micro know. business. Owner. All right. It's still a thing. Um, uh, criminal. I've gotten arrested before. Uh, white collar criminal. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I have a shirt with a white collar. Like on a it. business. I think. I think crooked business people tend to be. You just said criminal. Let's not. Okay. okay. I'm refining. I'm refining my my profile of the guy. Okay. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would say. And then this you guy. said you said move to Florida. I want to move to Florida. Okay, I'm just tired of the cold. I yes, just yeah. I, I can't do the cold anymore. Uh, you know, and and they say, well, Florida's humid. Yeah, okay, I know what humidity is. Yeah. Uh, and and if I lived in Florida, if I could have here, here's my thing, if I could afford to live in Florida, mm-hmm. I would I could afford to have a pool. Yeah. And air conditioning. <laughs> well, the heat wouldn't be my biggest problem with Florida. Uh, don't don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any that that should be your only is the alligators, right? No, it have to be the alligators. It's the people from fucking Florida. Why? They who are they bothering? The Capitol. No. One of the, the guy who stole the podium was from Florida. Okay. Yeah. He was probably the fucking goofiest out of all of them. Like, what about the guy who was in all the? Uh, we had the shaman. You had the guy who was in like a like furs, and there's a picture of him like sitting with one of the police riot shields. He was just arrested, I think, today. Yeah, he's from New York, mm-hmm. and his father uh, was a is a uh, Brooklyn judge. Uh, I forget his father's. I forget their last names. Uh, very like Eastern European sounding, but his father's name was Shlomo. They're like Orthodox Jewish, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, his father's a federal or a Brooklyn judge. I think he might be a federal judge, and his son just got arrested. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what, Antifa. Yeah. It was Antifa? Yeah. You know? Antifa very big with the Orthodox Jewish community. Yeah, they love uh, doing the uh, the anti-mask demonstrations and Antifa, which are two things that come right hand in hand. Mm. If it was Antifa, they would have been wearing more masks. Not not just for the coronavirus, but because they know how to hide. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and it's funny with the Orthodox Jews. I, I've become acquainted with some. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're very right leaning and do not like. Yes, do not. It's so strange that you would think. You would think Jew from New York. You would think Democrat. Nah, not nah, the Orthodox. Not the Orthodox ones. Yeah. Oh man, they are racist. What, I, I think it was called like Reform Judaism. That that's more of like the liberal side. They are fucking bigots. Holy shit! Now I'm sure. I'm sure there's some. There's there, some that yeah. aren't, but you know, oh, you're generalizing. Okay. Well, you know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I've come across. Oh man, they're fucking bigots. But anyway. 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 All right. So that'll be it for the first half of our show. And when we come back, we're going to be leaving the United States and headed to the uh, the land of the rising sun. Japan. Yes. And that is the land that of the is, rising yeah, sun. That's, yeah. So we'll be talking about the Yakuza uh, right after this quick break. Or is it Yakuza? Is it? Okay. Yakuza. Hey, this is Jackson Wells. You know me for murder, my dude, but you may not know that I have a new nostalgia podcast. Talking Back is my new podcast where I'll talk about everything from bikes to trains to, well, you get it. We're going to be talking classic toys, cartoons, wrestling, games, and more. And it's not just me. 
I'll have a new guest on each week to reminisce about their childhood favorites. Make sure to visit ProjectHumanoid.com to figure out more about guests, the premiere date, and other information. And follow Talking Back Pod on Instagram as well. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-B-A-C-K-P-O-D on Instagram. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Banging Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. Whammo. Instead of a specific case, we're going to take a look at Japanese organized crime this week. More specifically, the infamous Yakuza, Yakuza, whatever the, the pronunciation would be. We're going to go with Yakuza. Yakuza. Uh, we talked a little about, we talked a little bit, easy for me to say, about some specific... I want to be known as Jakuza. How about Jacuzzi? Okay. We talked a little bit about some specific low-level... Yakuza members in the Junko Furuta case, but let's start here with some basics on the organization as a whole. The organization is also known as Gokudo, which translates into the extreme path, but the government, and I know we brought this up during the Junko Furuta case, has uh, pushed to call them Boryokudan, or violent groups. And conversely, the groups refer to themselves also as uh, Ninkyo Dantai, or chivalrous organizations, due to their very rigid rules structures and code of conduct so that's like one of those things where they consider it even though they're they know they're bad people they have like that code of honor that's very 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 important to them and they'll even you know go so far as like one of the big things in, in the yakuza uh, yakuza is the self-mutilation cutting off part of the thumb or p- pinky which goes back to like feudal japan where it would make it harder for you to wield a sword so you had to rely on the group right and Sometimes that would be like if you committed a transgression, they would cut off part of your pinky. By the way, I, I, I this has nothing to do with the Yakuza. Um, I, uh, I found out that in a lot of traditional Japanese homes, they have very low beams hmm. um, for like, uh, like or low entryways. Right. That was so uh, you couldn't swing swords. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I guess you would swing it overhand, overhead. Right. I guess that's why, like, so, some of the hallways are narrow. Hmm. Um, and there's not a whole lot of appliances or um, furniture being brought in, so you don't really right. have to worry about a whole lot of, uh, room, yeah. you know, big, you know, like a lot of room. But, but as yeah, as far as like entryways and stuff like that, yeah. And, so, and I don't know how true this it's is. Super interesting. But I think there was something to do with like a lion, where the MGM gram the sim- gram the symbol is a lion, and they I don't know if this is true or if I'm just kind of bullshitting here, 
But I think the original entrance of the MGM Grand, you would like walk into a lion's mouth and it was like bad luck for Japanese people. And a lot of like Japanese high rollers wouldn't go to that casino because they said they had to change it. But yeah, there's like certain traditions and, and, and customs that's very important in, in Japan where they do kind of care about that very deeply. Um, for the purpose of this episode, we're talking about what their name is. We're going to stick with Yakuza. And that name actually derives from a game called Oichokabu, which is a card game in Japan, very similar to Baccarat. And the player in this game has dealt three cards, and the object is to have the final digit of when you add all those three cards together to be as close as possible to nine. And the worst hand you can get in Oichokabu is eight, nine, three. The cards would then add up to 20. And eight, nine, three phonetically comes out to Yakuza, which is the worst hand of them all. Right. <coughs> just looking it up real quick it seems like the exact opposite of what you were saying oh the lion's good luck yeah it oh. says um uh it's 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 in shinto uh shinto, shinto? shintoism yeah. um it says uh so here here's uh here's uh, okay it says in a, in japanese shintoism there's a belief that people around a certain age have the worst luck of their lifetime people come to the shrine to ask for better luck, especially around those ages, and that's where the lion head comes in. The mouth is wide open to inhale any bad luck that you carry with you. Oh. Um, but maybe since they're walking into it, maybe the lion's inhaling the bad luck, and that was the thing with the, the casino? I don't know. Because there are some buildings that have... that. There's one that's like a, Jap, uh, a giant... Uh, oh. uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be a lion head or a, a dragon head, hmm. but... Uh, yeah, so who knows? I don't know. Yeah, uh, but gambling in Japan, though, is a huge thing for the Yakuza. Two primary groups came together to form the or early corollaries, the early like predecessors of the Yakuza. In the 1700s, the more unscrupulous of Japanese merchants were called the Takia, or peddlers. It's just another word for peddlers. And some of these like more, again, morally loose uh, peddlers would form unions uh, some of them were honest merchants, but again, these would be the ones who would do like fencing of stolen goods. They would run, run protection rackets. They would do things like that. And then joining the, the Takia were the Bakuto. And the Bakuto were mainly social pariahs. They were more of nomads. And they would move from town to town and they would set up gambling rackets like card and dice games and things like that. And in some towns where they would do this, it would actually be set up by the government of the town. Like, hey, come in and do this because we just had to pay all these people this money to like build something. We want to win it back. So they would even sometimes work with the cities and things like that to take people's money. And in addition to adopting the Yakuza name because it came from a gambling game, the Bakuto also introduced one of the other aspects of the group that has become well known. The uh, elaborate tattoos that many in the Yakuza proudly wear. That's the other thing. There's a thing with the, the pinky. The other thing that would be like a big symbol that somebody is connected, I guess you could say, like they're, uh, they're, they're part of the Yakuza, are tattoos. And tattoos in the Yakuza are so intertwined that it's made body art incredibly taboo in Japan. Yeah, like if you go to... Um certain uh spas yeah it's, even if you are like if you have a tattoo at all they will not let yeah, you in yeah. yeah it's not uncommon for places where you would be in various stages of undress pools bathhouses gyms beaches like a lot of them if you have a tattoo you're not allowed in 
Uh, so I am reading about a little bit more of like the the lion thing, the, the bad luck. Mm-hmm. Some people th- seem to think it's more uh, Chinese related. Oh, okay, it might be Chinese. Yeah. Um, yeah, some I remember saying, reading this like years ago. Right, so I might have so, gotten that the, the the countries mixed up. No, so some are saying so. It really depends because I'm seeing some say Japanese, some say Chinese, some just being vague and saying Asian. Yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely very different customs between China and Japan. Uh, but the two groups, the um, the Bakuto and the Takia, they kind of existed separately for a while. And then over time, operations started to formalize and take shape. And that's where you get uh, the more modern day Yakuza, where it's a more structured uh, organization. And at the lowest end of the Yakuza are the Shate, uh, or Little Brothers. And again, I'm going to probably butcher a lot of the Japanese pronunciation here. Oh, I'm here to, to listen to uh, it all. And then above them, above the Shate, there are the uh, Kayodai, or the Big Brothers. And then the Lieutenants. And th- there were two levels of the uh, Lieutenants. The Shatigashira and the higher-ranking Wakagashira. And uh, there they would be like your underbosses and your high-ranking Lieutenants. And above all else, the Oyabun, who was essentially the equivalent of the godfather or the Don of the Italian-American mafia, would be the uh, Oyabun. Or, uh, although the boss in the largest family, they call them also the Kamicho. And that largest family, the largest Yakuza family in Japan, even to this day, is the Yamaguchi Gumi. With membership and the ranks around this time around eight or 9,000, although it used to be a lot higher. Uh, the Yakuza is something that just isn't as big as it used to be. Wasn't just, that Yamaguchi-san? That was a uh, that was a manager in uh, in WWE, uh, Mister Yamaguchi or Yamaguchi son. Was he the choppy choppy or PP? Yeah, yeah, he was a guy. That was uh, his real name. I don't obviously this is like his Americanized name was Wally Yamaguchi. Yeah, and yeah, he was a um, he would do a lot of stuff for the Japanese wrestling companies where he would do a lot of the interaction interaction with Americans that would be covering Japanese wrestling. Yeah, uh, like Dave Meltzer, who's one of the big underground wrestling newsletter writers. When he would come to Japan, because he was one of the first people to really ho- report a lot in America on Japanese wrestling, and when he would go over to Japan in the eighties and not early nineties to like watch Japanese wrestling, he would usually sleep on Yamaguchi's floor. You know, real quick, it's it's so funny how when I think of politics and I think of wrestling, to me they're they're the same. Now we've been saying this for years, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because we we have a mutual friend that it was my friend first. Uh, not not trying to brag like that, but I'm just saying, uh, female, um, that we both, uh, well, I think you've been friendly with her for, I knew her for a while and then you became friends with her mm-hmm. and then I kind of like didn't talk to her for years, but I found out you were still like friendly with her on Instagram and she posts a lot about like how uh, wrestling is like, pol- or politics is like wrestling and it's like, yeah, we've been saying that yeah. forever, but I, I think of, and you just said Meltzer. And I think of how it really is like wrestling and politics are, are, are similar because take somebody like Randy Orton who will sit there and shit on somebody like Dave Meltzer. Right now. I'm not, I, I don't know if I said someone like Randy Orton because yeah. I think he has, but you have people like that and they just scream Trump supporter to me mm-hmm. because it's like, it's the same thing when I see somebody and wrestling, shitting on Dave Meltzer, like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, it's basically, you're essentially saying fake news. Right. And it's always funny how they say, 
oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's wrong. And then you find out that he was right. Yeah. And he did know what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that what he's reporting on is definitely false. Yeah. And then it happens. It happens. So yeah. you're wrong and you're a liar. And it, and it's like, and I think, I think Randy Orton has, and I'm just using him as an example. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just like a Trump supporter with mainstream, uh, mainstream media, news, yeah. you know, fake news. But then you find out, but it wasn't fake. It, it was fucking true. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. It's, it's so fun. And then uh, we just, I just mentioned Yamaguchi. Uh, we brought, we just had a conversation about uh, Yamaguchi-san and Choppy Choppy your people. Yeah, the I Choppy. There's a whole thing. There was a, speaking of Trump supporters, mm-hmm. there was a wrestler back in the 90s, Val Venus. Right. Huge Trump supporter. Um, He's Canadian. Yeah, well, I think he lives in the States now. And he mm-hmm. also is really big on legalizing weed, but he still loves Trump. Uh, and he's been like flipping out about like Trump being banned on Twitter uh, lately. Oh, fuck him. And um, he he was his gimmick was he was a porn star. He was the wrestling porn star. Yeah. And uh, Yamaguchi San was a guy who led an, a stable of evil Japanese guys named Kayantai. It was like an offshoot of an actual stable from Japan. And I I wonder if that came from like Kayodai. Like we're talking about the uh, the foot soldiers in the Yakuza were Kayodai. And then these people were Kayantai, but I don't know enough about Japanese to know if that was related. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but so they they brought in this guy, Yamaguchi-san's wife, Mrs. Yamaguchi, and eventually Val Venus had an affair with her. And so he said to to get revenge, he was going to, quote, choppy, choppy Val Venus's pee-pee. Right. And I remember loving that angle back then. It was, it was very campy. I thought it was yeah. fun. I thought it was very fun. And then we, we had a private conversation with uh, the other podcast you do. So there's like a uh, tornado the, tag. People, it's yeah. like a private chat. And, you know, so a lot of people, I guess, whoever was talking about just disagreed with then didn't like it. I didn't have a problem with it because at that it time, it was very of its time. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was awful. I thought like May Young giving birth to a hand was, was awful. That was abysmal. I, the the ending is stupid. Where like he gets saved because the lights go out and John Bobbitt rescues him. Like that's how that ended. That was bad. I didn't know that. Yeah. So at the very end, at the end of Raw, because that happened on Monday Night Raw, which is like their main TV show. Okay. Kai and Ty has kidnapped Val Venus. They have him <laughs> tied up. His hands are over his head, like tied over him. Right. Right. His pants are down. They blur They're, out his, his ass hands crack. Were tie and tied. Yeah. <laughs> they blurred out his ass crack because you see him from the back. And you see he's, like, basically naked, and they have a table in front of him, and I guess his dick is supposed to be on the table. Right. And then you see... Well, he was the big Valboski, so... Yeah. So you see Yamaguchi-san raise a sword, and then the show ends. And then the next week, Val Venus comes out, and he says that the, at the right moment, he had shrinkage. So when Yamaguchi-san tried to cut off his dick, he missed because of shrinkage. And then the lights went out, and John Bobbitt saved him. Right, and which, he brought which out is John obviously Bobbitt. the shrinkage thing, if you know, is, Seinfeld, uh, it's, yeah. it's a Seinfeld reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's the story of that. Um, okay. And all that because we saw, saw the name Yamaguchi. Yeah, some of the people were like, hey, Christy Yamaguchi, the figure skater. No, not us. Not us. Um, no, Yamaguchi-san. But it's funny we talk about the Yakuza because, uh, well, we'll get into it a little bit later, um, they did have a lot of ties with wrestling. A lot of ties with Japanese wrestling. Yeah, and and the reason why I uh, the reason why I wanted to do this episode, uh, I had just watched this big you know thing on the yakuza, mm-hmm. and 
I think you'd wanted to you'd mentioned something about the Yakuza a while ago. But we did on the Junko Fruit episode. We talked a lot about them. Because um, it was very tangential to it. It was like on a, an aside. And the reason why I, I watched something on the Yakuza is because I was watching a lot of videos about Japan recently. And I was watching videos about Japan because I was watching uh, Cobra Kai. And I rewatched all the Karate Kid movies. Because uh, I've been a Cobra Kai fan since it started. You know, we watched it when it was YouTube. Right? Yeah, it was on, still on YouTube, yeah. YouTube Red and then YouTube Premium, you know, and then then it comes over to to Netflix, and then after the the newest season ended, season three, I went back and I just rewatched all the Karate Kid movies, and um, I I just got really you know on a, on a Japanese kick, and um, yeah, so I ended up watching something about the Akaza because I was like I don't want to watch just the good, right? You know, I want to I want to watch the bad too. Mm-hmm. And the ugly. Right. Yeah. So. And so. The, and by the way, the ugly is uh, the amount of wait time it is for KFC during Christmas time. Yeah, it's huge there. Christmas and KFC is like a tradition there. Yeah, because I, I watched this video. It was like, is it really? And it really is. Yeah. Do you know the wait time? No. Uh, months. Really? We, weeks to months. You have to call. And fucking reserve your bucket of chicken. Oh, wow. Like... It's like getting a COVID shot. Dude. Yeah. You, like... And they have, they have like, all these people that are, like, waiting outside. You can't go in the store. And around that time, it's, like, shut down. Like, it's fucking big. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you cannot just go up and order. You need to reserve your fucking chicken, hmm. like, so much time in advance. Huh. Yeah, like they because Shintoism and uh, Buddhism are the biggest religions there. Uh, religions there, yeah. I said it right. Yeah, there's not a lot of Christians. The Christianity number is small, like one percent, two percent, one percent. Yeah, um, super small. So, but Christmas is big. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 uh, commercialism of Christmas is, yeah. bi- is big it, there. It's and your Halloween. utopia as far as that goes. Did you know that? No, I did not. Halloween and Christmas uh-huh. are fucking big there now. Huh. Yeah, but exactly. Exactly, dude. Like, like, wait a minute. Commercialized Christmas? <gasps> what? I, I want to go to Japan. Yeah, I want to go to Japan a little bit after Christmas. Why? Go to the Tokyo Dome and watch wrestling. Oh, why, why won't you just go there around the whole time? That's a lot of Japan. It's expensive. Is it? I don't know. I've never not really. There. Okay. It's not really. You can get a, you'll eat a lot of noodles there yeah. for super fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. Udon, yeah. ramen, uh, ooh, Eric, Ugh. ooh, ew, uh, Don Jr. Yeah, ooh, Don Jr. Yeah, ew. yeah, Ivanka. <laughs> Ivanka. Um, what's the daughter's name? The Tiffany. hot one? No, the hot one. Ivanka. Yeah. Oh god, she's hot. She's so attractive. Mm-hmm. That's why Donald Trump wants to fuck her. Yeah. Wants to. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, so that that I won't touch that with a ten foot pole, but I will touch that with an eight inch pole. Uh-huh. So the Yamaguchi Gumi is the largest yakuza group in the in the country. But they're not like Tokyo. Tokyo has a, a syndicate of a bunch of different families. The Yamaguchi Gumi is based in Kobe. 
And uh, right now they're ranked... Which is where Kobe Beef comes from yep. and, and Kobe Bryant gets his name from. Yeah, there was a restaurant in Philadelphia, Kobe Beef, where they served a lot of Kobe Beef, and that's where Kobe Bryant did get his name from. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's... Uh, oh, man, there's another kind of... Uh, oh, snow. Snow... Uh, it's a beer, right? No, snow. It's like snow beef. Oh. Um, I've heard of Wagyu. No, I'm talking about snow. Mm-hmm. It's like snow, snow cows or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like... There's certain type of uh, cow that's like raised in, uh, in snowy ass parts of Japan. Mm-hmm. Super fucking expensive. Oh wow! Super 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 expensive, uh, like meat, and I want to eat it. Okay, go ahead. So the uh, Yamaguchi Gumi is named after its founder, Harukichi Yamaguchi, uh, and Gumi just means group. So it's basically it, the Yamaguchi Gumi means the Yamaguchi group, and it's largely um, that that term group usually. Besides Yakuza groups being named after that. So were the bears from the Disney show called the, the Gumi Bears? Yeah, they bounced here and there and everywhere. That but their not... last name was Bears. It'd be Go- Bears Gumi. And that was G-U-M-M-I. Yeah. Not G-U-M-I. Well, they can't see the notes. Oh. Um, so usually be like you would call like if you have a construction thing, it would be like whatever the name is Gumi. And, and and that's interesting because like the American Mafia, the Yakuza does have tight ties to the construction industry. And that's something where they are very deep into. Another clear corollary to American organized crime is that the uh, at least the Yamaguchi Gumi and a lot of other groups, they were kind of started within labor unions. Um, very much like maybe even the Molly Maguires, where the the origins of this group were in groups of wartime Kobe dock workers. They would kind of gather together and start at this group here. Yamaguchi controlled the family for about 10 years before passing control over to his son, Noboru, in 1925. The family at that point was a very small group under Yamaguchi leadership. Wasn't that a planet? Wasn't that the planet X? Noboru? That's Nibiru. Oh, I was thinking of Naboo, which was like in Star Wars. And... The the group the the group the 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 clan whatever you want to call it they really started to grow astronomically when Noboru Yamaguchi passed the reins to his handpicked successor, who was the fourth or the third rather the fir- third head of the family, uh, Kazuo Taoka, and this is kind of like the best thing I can compare this to, is when Tom Baker became the doctor, like was he the first doctor? No, but was he the doctor that became the definition of what the doctor is? Yes. And that was Kazuo Taoka. He would be uh, control the group for nearly 40 years, and he would go on to be known as the godfather of godfathers. And uh, Taoka's father died before he was born. His mother passed away four years later. So he's basically an orphan at a very young age. He was raised by extended family. But it wasn't long before Taoka was spending most of his time with members of the Yamaguchi Gumi. And in his 20s, he would actually spend eight years in prison on a murder charge. If you remember from Junko Furuta's case, uh, the the criminal penalties for even serious crime in Japan can be very, very low. And Taoka was renowned for his skill and his eagerness in fighting. He earned the name Kuma, or Bear, and they would call him Bear because one of the biggest things he would do when he would fight would be to claw at people's faces. And Taoka inherited a significantly weakened group as Japan... Whoa, sorry. Yeah, right there? Yeah. I thought my volume was down. Do you have something you would like to share with the class? No, no. It was just a uh, racist passenger on a plane. Oh, okay. Uh, people getting kicked off their flights. 
the yeah, no fly list. Yeah, this guy just kept saying the N word and screaming, and he, and he looks like uh, uh, what was the wrestling tag team? Lo, Loki, uh, no, Lo, Lodi and Lodi and Lenny Lane. Yeah, he looks like one of those guys. Well, I think they were called the West Hollywood Blondes. For yeah, a he looks like he'd be one of them. The way his hair is, mm-hmm. I thought it was a woman at first. But it was a guy, just super, super racist. Uh, yeah, screaming N word uh, on a plane and saying he can say whatever he wants, and then uh, he uh, he got arrested. Oh well, how about that? Yeah. So while police certainly tried to pin charges on Toaka, they were never really successful. And uh, after he had left prison for that murder charge, he, he got out of prison at that point when he was thirty three. And then not too long after that, he takes over the family. But there are always dangers other than the law for a mob boss, and Toaka was no different. Uh, in 1978, when Taoka was besieged by legal battles and advancing in age, he also found himself the target of an assassin from the smaller Osaka-based Matsudagumi. Taoka was shot in the neck, and uh, he, w- he was shot while he was watching a limbo dancing event at a Kyoto nightclub. He survived, and then later the gunman's body was soon discovered in some woods on the outskirts of the city. And at this point, when Taoka is in charge, this is the golden years of the Yakuza, like around the 70s, the 60s, even into the 80s. They have a hand in everything. Entertainment, sports, sumo, professional wrestling. We talked about professional wrestling earlier. The kind of grandfather of professional wrestling in Japan was a guy named Ricky Dozan. Ricky Dozan? <laughs> exactly. And Ricky Dozan was kind of the the first big homegrown Japanese wrestling star. And he would wrestle people like the Destroyer and Freddie Blassie and even like i think i don't know if the funks were around back then maybe dory funk senior was but he was the guy who really made japanese wrestling a thing by the way i was i was extremely nervous that we Mm -hmm. weren't going to get wrestling references in this uh oh no these are actually germane to the story more than most of them because ricky dozan was murdered were they tito to the story yes okay um and they were also michaeled to the story right and um who's another one uh, uh, Larry. By the way, do you know what Jermaine Jackson's one of his daughters' name is? What? Your Majesty. <laughs> or maybe it's his son. One of his kids is named Your Majesty. Well, there's also a prince. So but that was that was that was Michael because it was yeah, right. Prince Michael Jackson. Yeah. Paris Catherine Michael Jackson. Yeah. Prince Michael Jackson two. <laughs> prince Michael Jackson three. Revenge of Prince Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then his grandson. And then his grandson's son of Prince Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. And then if he ever Prince comes Michael, El, uh, was it El Hio? El Hio del <laughs> Miguel Jackson. Uh, if he ever comes back to life, uh, revenge of Prince Michael Jackson. I think you already said revenge. Oh, yeah, shit. Damn it. Oh, well. So, yeah, no, this is uh, the wrestling thing is actually very, very tied to the story because Ricky Dozan was mobbed up. Like, yeah. he was, he ran professional wrestling in Japan and he had mob ties. He had Yakuza ties and they, they kind of fell out of favor and he was murdered by the Yakuza. They, uh, legend has it, they dipped a knife in feces and they stabbed him with it. So, yeah, that's shit. Yeah. To, to those Trump supporters that are still listening. I don't think there are any listeners. If you're still a Trump listener and you're still listening, Trump supporter, you're listening after all this, please email us at murdermydude at gmail.com. I want to I wanna know what's going through your head right now. I, I, I'm interested. I, I'm, I'm fascinated. Uh, but anyway. So yeah, they they would do that so the wound would get infected. They would dip the knife and shit and then stab, stab somebody uh, to up the chances of the the murder the uh, stabbing being fatal. And yeah, Ricky Dozen was murdered. And 
I think, and they hid this because there's a very, there's still to this day is kind of a stigma about this. Um, I think Ricky Dozan, if he wasn't completely Korean, he was part Korean. And I guess like people in Japan, there was like a, an inherent bias against Koreans. And a lot of people in the Yakuza, like a disproportionate number of people in the Yakuza have Korean ancestry. And I guess it kind of makes them a little bit more of an outcast, a little bit more of a pariah. So maybe they get drawn more to this life because you know, people look down on them because of their ancestry. So it's some of that. Some of that is kind of an interplay between the the different nationalities among Asians. That's racist as shit, man. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so while so Taoka survives this assassination attempt in 1978, and three years later he died of a heart attack at the age of 68. I think he had been in charge of the, the Yamaguchi Gumi at this point for about 36, 38 years, something like that. And for a while, the group functioned without a formal kamicho, uh, with Toko's widow, Fumiko, running a great deal of the operation. At first, they were kind of holding off. Which, which is weird because they were not for uh, women. No, uh, not, not at all. Being, in, you know... Yeah. In, in charge of, in, in any way. Like the American mob, same thing. Like most mafia, things like that, especially yeah. back in the day, women weren't involved at all. And that was usually with the Yakuza too. But I guess she had so much respect because literally her husband was running this for almost 40 years. So they, they trusted her to, to kind of be, she didn't have an official title, but they trusted her to kind of be an advisor of, of sorts. And what they were doing at first was they were waiting for a guy to get out of jail. They were waiting for the um, Wakagashira for Taoka, whose his name was Kenichi Yamamoto. And he had for a while run his own affiliate gang, the Yamakangumi, and that was just an underling gang to the Yamaguchi Gumi. But he was in jail, and he was on a, in jail on a three-year sentence, so the idea was just going to kind of keep things running as they were without an official kumicho until Yamamoto got out of prison, However, about seven months after Taoka died, Yamamoto died in prison from liver failure. And so now they don't know what they're going to do. Now they don't know who's going to take over the, the, uh, the group. At the same time, police are starting to advance on organized crime, organized crime. And there's a lot of pressure to have some sort of leadership in place. So eight of the most powerful people in Yamaguchi Gumi, including Fumiko Taoka, mm. eventually met up to determine which of the seven men in the group, because Fumiko's not going to be the boss. By the way, when you flubbed earlier and you said organized chimes, I wanted to chime in. Mm -hmm. uh, or, but uh, well, I wasn't organized. Well, this is a very disorganized chime in. Right. Well, right. I, that's what I, I was just, yeah. I just said that. I said, but I wasn't organized. Yeah. Uh, but I could imagine that you have like a chime store. You sell wind mm -hmm. chimes. You call it organized chimes? Yeah, never just... <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, they were just like all like tidy in order. And yeah, it's called organized chimes. I like it. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. So... Somebody, uh, let's crowdfund this idea. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Yeah. Nice small business idea. Organized chimes. So they're going to determine which of these seven people that are meeting with Fumiko are going to become the next Kamicho. And the candidates are very soon narrowed down to two people. Hector? No. Hiroshi... Oh, that was Camacho. Yeah, Kumicho. Oh. And it's not the tea with the ah, bacteria in it God either. damn it. I was That's just kombucha. about to say, Damn it. I was about to say that. So Hiroshi Yamamoto was uh, the one that was more favored with a lot of the rank and file. And the other the other prospect was Masahisa Takanaka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. He was uh, he was uh, with, with uh, Mr. Fuji. That was Pat Tanaka. 
that was a good Toro Tanaka. That was a good Toro Tanaka. There are a lot of Tanakas with Mr. Fuji. There were, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he Masahisa Tanaka, Takanaka was favored by many of the higher-ranking members of the Yamaguchi Gumi, including Fumiko Taoka. And she had a lot of influence on this. Even though she wasn't going to be able to be the boss, she almost kind of got to pick the boss. or definitely had a big say in it. And because of that, Takanaka wound up being named the new Kamicho. By the way, um, Toro Tanaka, he was in James Bond, right? I, yeah, wasn't he Odd Job? He was Odd Job. Yeah. Yeah. Also a professional wrestler, also in Three Ninjas. He was in Three Ninjas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had my oldest son. You okay? Yeah. Oh, my my th- elbow is like Oh, okay. No, I thought destroyed. you were like, give me, I, I didn't know if you were like Hitler saluting no. or what. I was like, damn, dude, like we've been talking about Japanese people for too long. All of a sudden we're their fucking access powers now. No, we're the smashless powers. Okay. Or the crushless powers. That's later. Um, Way later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's toward the end, really. I just had my oldest son watch Three Ninjas uh, for the for the first time. I didn't think he was going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And he fucking actually sat and watched the movie. Yeah. That's he, one of those movies where they had stuff you couldn't get away with now. There's a fucking school shooting joke in that movie. Well, if you, if you look at Karate Kid for the first, you know, whatever ones John Kreese is in. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, John Kreese is in all three movies. Yeah. Wow. Well, the second one's just like the archival footage, right? No. Oh. Because the second one starts with, like... The parking lot, right? Yeah. That's, that, not, that's not in the first That's not in the first movie. Yeah. No, I think they shot it for the first movie. No, they movie. didn't. Oh, they didn't? Nope. Okay. No, they did not. They shot that afterwards. Oh, okay. It was in a script to be in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But when they were shooting it, they... Because uh, the, the, the shots with... Because um, some of you know how they, when they film things, it's not always shot in order. Right. Um. So they have Miyagi uh, after Daniel wins. He he like he has this like smile and he like nods his head. That's how they ended the movie. Uh huh. But they never shot what happens afterwards in the script. Right. They never shot that because they left it out because they were like it. It, it was perfect. Just the way Pat, you mm-hmm. know, Marita just like smiles and nods his head. They were like they said when they when they filmed it. They were like that just melted them. Oh okay. And then. They were like, well, we don't even want to end it with um, the stuff in the parking the lot. Stuff yeah. in the parking lot. But it was in the script mm-hmm. where like he's in the shower and he's talking to Miyagi because like everybody's showering afterwards and then the stuff in the parking lot. Right. So they never shot that uh, until they were filming for the second movie. Mm-hmm. And then they they did the shower stuff and then they did the, the parking lot. So they had to get people back oh, for wow, it. Yeah. yeah, they had to get the, you know... The Cobra's back for it um, to, to shoot that scene and, and all. I don't know that Dutch was there, though. Um, but if you say it says, it's like, uh, it says the Cobras. It doesn't even call them Cobra Kai. It says the Cobras. And it has uh, Jimmy. I like how I went with the fucking least known one out yeah. of all of them, which is Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It was Jimmy, Bobby, Tommy, Johnny, and Dutch. But I don't remember seeing Dutch there. I know the other ones were there. Uh, and they're, out of the five, four of them ended up doing Cobra Kai later yeah. on. Remember that? Yeah. The, yeah, the, uh, the season two. episode, yeah. Right. And then the one that says, get him a body bag. Yeah. He actually dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And gets put in a body bag. I was about to watch that episode, too. You already watched it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which and, then was, he, and then he actually died. 
And then he fucking actually yeah. died after they, uh, after, after, I think it was after the second one came out? After the second, yeah, after, yeah. after that season came out, he died like a few months later mm-hmm. of like liver failure and kidney failure and shit like that. So, all right. Anyway, so when we left the Yakuza, yeah. uh, they had just chosen a new leader, uh, Masahisa Takanaka, mm-hmm. and he was chosen over Yamamoto, who was more of the kind of the people's pick, uh, Hiroshi Yamamoto. Hello, Yamamoto. And so Takanaka, as an olive branch, decides that he's going to offer Hiroshi Yamamoto the position of Wakagashira, which is like your second in command. It's your underboss. And uh, Yamamoto turns it down, and along with 18 lieutenants and their men thousands of gangsters and all, almost 10,000 gangsters and all, uh, they leave the Yamaguchi Gumi and start their own group, the Ichiwakai. Right. Uh, and the cool thing about, there there are so many subgroups to uh, the Yakuza. Yeah, this is the, yeah these, this is just one group. This is the biggest one, but there, there are hundreds. And the, now they're still within the Yakuza, right? Yeah. Well, the Yakuza is just like the term for a gangster. No, uh, no, no. It's, it's a group. Yeah, but there's different groups. But there were groups within the Yakuza, is yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That all... It, like, there's not one head of the whole Yakuza. Like, there are certain, like, confederations. Like, there's a big one in Tokyo that has a lot of groups under them. There is definitely a head of the Yakuza. Oh, I don't know who it is, then. Um, what are you talking about? Like, the, there's different bosses of these families. It's kind of like the mob. No, no, there's definitely a head to the Yakuza. Oh, I, I didn't see that when I, when I was doing the research. Yeah, no, there's definitely a head to the Yakuza... And then, like, after, you know, they, they get elected. That's why, the like, the woman. Well, she was, this is, like, electing the head of this one group. No, this is the main group. Yeah, well, the Yamaguchi Gumi is the biggest one. That's the, un, under the Yakuza. Right, it's a group of Yakuza, yeah. Right. Talk about the Yakuza themselves. That's one group. There's mm-hmm. a head, but I don't know who the head is now. Well, I just hit. I just picked, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. I just, I, sure. go, I just googled head of the yakuza, mm-hmm. and it said Kenichi Shinoda. He is the current head of Yamaguchi Gumi, which is a group of yakuza, not the yakuza. Right. They're yes. They're they're not. But the, I don't know who his boss is. If there's one boss of all yakuza, like, he's probably the head boss for that group. He is yes, and and probably all of the whole thing. That I'm not sure about. Like I, I kind of looked into him, and I couldn't find anything on that. Yeah, it's, um, it's probably he's probably the the head guy then. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, we're kind of getting to him, and and this is around the time he's going to start making his name, because again, there's kind of a civil war among the Yamaguchi Gumi, and the Ichiwakai have left to to kind of. Uh, who, who did you say is the the leader of the Yakuza? Um, what did I say? Name Kenichi Shinoda. Okay, okay, weird. Because uh, I have a Siki. Its current head is is Isiao, like I S A O Siki, S I K I, S yeah S E K I. Okay. Yeah. He's the head of Japan's second largest crime syndicate. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. Um, but the, but the, he is the head of. Sumiyoshi Kai. Which is the second largest family. The largest family is Yamaguchi Gumi, which is what we're talking about now. And then the third largest one is Inagawa Kai, and their head. Um, right, and it's this thing says like structurally, 
Uh, Sumiyushi Yomi uh, Kai differs from its principal rival, Yamaguchi Gumi, in that it functions like a federation. The chain of command right, is more relaxed. Right, that's the Tokyo relaxed. one, I think, yeah. Uh, I think that's the Tokyo group. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're separate groups. There's not just, like, no, one I, thing I, where they have... Yes, like, I had, but no, there is yeah. one leader to the Yakuza, though. Okay, I, I just can't find anything about them. Um, so, again, just focusing in on the Yamaguchi Gumi here... Uh, they're, they're, war, they're, they're kind of splintered now because each Wakai just left and basically cut the group in half. And in a step many in American organized crime could hardly fathom, Yamamoto, as he's leaving the forum, the Ichiwakai, argued to the press. He goes to the press and says, I should be in charge of that, that crime family. Uh, because one crazy thing about the Yakuza is, unlike their counterparts parts in most other countries, the Yakuza don't necessarily operate in secret. Uh, the Japanese government essentially respects these groups' right to exist and will try to prosecute them if they catch them committing crimes, but membership in the Yakuza is not in and of itself a criminal offense. Uh, refusing to be baited into an immediate war with a gang nearly their size, the Yamaguchi Gumi decided to try to kill Ichiwakai with kindness. Uh, they showed a welcoming public face toward the members who left, because again, about half the gang left, and they offered them amnesty. They even offered them, like, retirement packages. Like, come back, we'll give you a good retirement deal. And a lot of them did. So in the first couple months that the Ichiwakai is around, they kind of dropped from about ten to 13,000 members to about 3,000 because a lot of people just went back to Yamaguchi Gumi. And Takanaka would serve as the head of Yamaguchi Gumi for only about a year. On January 26, 1985... An Ichiwakai hit squad ambushed Takanaka's mistress's apartment, mowing down the boss, his underboss, Katsumata Nakayama, and another gang member in an elevator. Like, literally, elevator opens, they spray bullets, elevator closes. It was that quick. And that kicks off the infamous Yamaichi War, which is probably the most infamous gang war in the history of Japan. And uh, Kazuo Nakanishi was the interim kumicho of the, of the Yamaguchi Gumi, and he was such in a um, more of like the practice of a wartime general. He, he isn't still considered a actual leader of the group. Again, it's kind of like Doctor Who, where John Hurt was the war doctor, but he's not like a numbered doctor. Uh, Kazuo Nakanishi was kind of the interim Kumicho during this Yamaichi war, but he's not considered an official Kumicho of the group. Uh, he and Yoshinori Watanabe, his underboss, who would eventually become the fifth Kumicho, vowed to destroy the Ichiwakai entirely. Shootouts became very commonplace in the Kansai region of Japan, where the war mostly took place. Newspapers would publish basically scorecards now and then, so you could keep track of which side was winning and what the body count was for each side. Uh, I think about 36 overall uh, soldiers were killed, with dozens more injured. And by the time the smoke clears, the winner is the Yamaguchi Gumi. They survived and the Ichiwakai disbanded, with Hiroshi Yamamoto surprisingly being allowed to retire without being killed in retribution. But the real winner of the Yamaichi War were the police. The war allowed police to start to get tougher on organized crime because there were these shootouts all over the place, so now everybody's like, this is a big problem. Riot police were called in to break up gang fights, thousands of members of both gangs were arrested, and even a group of high-ranking Yamaguchi Gumi went to Hawaii to buy high-grade weaponry, including three rocket launchers from the American Mafia. Unfortunately for these members of the Yamaguchi Gumi, the Mafia members turned out to be American law enforcement working undercover. 
Oh, by the way, uh, let me let me just uh, amend what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I was very adamant that there is a, a a head, definitely not a current head, and I think you were right that the uh, the Godfather what is it called the Godfather of Godfathers? Yeah, we were, we were talking earlier about Taoka. The, the Taoka, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's probably what it was because I remember watching this this video on it that seemed to have this like head of the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like you said, it was just because he's respected. He was so respected. And he was the head of the biggest family. That that's what they, you know, considered. It's like somebody would say Vince McMahon is the head of wrestling. Right. But there's no monolithic right. uh, group. No, like, no, it's just. Right. Yakuza is a term for, like, it's like saying. All of the crime families together. It's like saying you're like, yeah, it's saying, like, mafioso or, right. like, the mafia. The mafia is not just one group. It's a bunch of groups. Because the there's same mafia thing. in Philly, mafia in New York, right. you know. And they might have an understanding, they might have an agreement, but they're not all one group. Right. And that's what the Yakuza is, too. Okay. So, yeah. So it, I, I was wrong. You heard it here, folks. Time stamping that. <laughs> and so once this war is done, the, the Japanese government is ready to crack down. And much like the RICO laws in the United States... The Japanese government made several rulings in the late 80s and early 90s that have severely hindered groups like Yamaguchi Gumi and their ability to operate. They still exist. The Yamaguchi Gumi is still a thing, uh, but their numbers are dwindling. Uh, they think there's only like eight or 9,000 uh, in the uh, entire country right now. And back then, I think there were like 60,000 in Yamaguchi Gumi alone at one point. And half of, over half of existing active Yakuza members are over 50. So it's not something like where you're getting a lot of new blood either. And as we are kind of talking about earlier, the sixth and current Kamicho of Yamaguchi Gumi is Kenichi Shinoda. He is 78 years old, and he's been the head of the family since 2005, though he spent six of those early years in jail. Um, and before that, when he was younger, he was convicted of the murder of a younger man, and he spent most of the 70s and a good part of the 80s in prison as well. And then he really rose up the Yakuza ranks and the Yamaguchi Gumi ranks in particular, because he was one of the top soldiers in the Yamaichi War. And Shinoda's public face is hardly what you would expect of a flashy gang pin, gang kingpin. Like, we always think of, like, almost a John Gotti type with the uh, the, the hair slicked back and the fancy suits. And uh, they'll always think of, like, pinky rings and things like that. And even in, even in the Yakuza, it was always like you would dress very nicely, you would carry yourself a certain way, um, and just kind of have this high air about you. And that is not Kenichi Shinoda. When he was in, when they kind of named him the Kamicho and they, they were doing the big ceremony in his honor, he reportedly took the train there instead of a limo. And before the big banquet, he stopped at a noodle shop. So, uh, so, th- and, and they are, they are still around and they are still, you know, doing nefarious things. But like most organized crime, it's kind of at a point where it's at a very low point right now. Will they adapt? Are they a relic and are they going to fade out? Time will tell. Uh, but that is the story of the Akaza and, and in particular the, the, biggest, the biggest group within it. And so with that being said, I think there's but one thing left to do. It's time to board a plane and head no, over to Japan. You're on a no-fly list, sir. It's time for another game of Who Died the Worst. Ah! 
That's right, everybody. It's time for Who Died the Worst. It's not Who Died the Funniest. It's not Who Died the First. Mm -hmm. The name of this game is Who Died the Worst. Yeah, we know that because there's a whole song. Yeah, we just played it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't tell you exactly what it is. It says it's time to play it. Right. And I'm going to give you, Jackson Wells, six. Or six. six. Oh, boy. No, it is normally three. It, it is three. I don't know why I said six. No, you doubled it. Um, no, there's only three here. Oh. I'm going to give you three deaths, and you're going to tell me which of these three died the worst. And I we kind of teased it earlier. These are all going to be related to the business at the Capitol. Like, uh, on April Fool's, we should uh, do a thing where I actually like playing the game, mm-hmm. and then you give me a hundred to choose from. <laughs> That'll be a long episode. That'll be a long episode. So uh, the first death we're going to talk about here is uh, the most tragic death. The the most senseless death of these. And um, Well, then automatically that should be the winner, right? Well, it's tragic because of who he is. Oh. Uh, he wasn't a terrorist. His name was uh, Officer Brian Sicknick. Which... Mm-hmm. It sounds like... No, hold what, on. Hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. How do we know he wasn't a terrorist? Well, if he was, if, if he was in well, on let's this, not, let's not act like that. This is tragic. If he was in on this, then they... I didn't say he was in on this. Okay, but he's a Trump supporter. Oh, is he? As far as I know. Oh, I, I, I didn't really read a lot about him. Yeah, as far um, as I know, he was a Trump supporter. So uh, he was a Capitol Police officer, and uh, his last name sounds like a one of those like metal festivals or rock festivals that like a radio station would do. Like, remember they had like the. Like the MMR barbecue for WMR in Philly or the Y100 Festival. Yeah. The Sicknick sounds like it would have been one of those. Like, I'm going to the Sicknick. So, um, he was a Capitol Police officer, Brian Sicknick, and he was pronounced dead at 9.30 a.m. on January 6th due to, quote, injuries suffered on duty. Sicknick had been a Capitol Police officer since 2008. He was a member of the First Responders Unit. And prior to that, the South River, New Jersey native was a staff sergeant in the New Jersey National Guard. Uh, so he's a Jersey guy. He's actually from like around like Rutgers and Edison, like that area, Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth, and, Elizabeth, like back to Elizabeth, yeah. And so while engaging with the insurrectionists that were in- invading the Capitol, Sicknick was overwhelmed and beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. The back-the-blue law and order crowd beat a cop to death with a fire extinguisher. So uh, think about that for a moment, if you will. If you will. Uh, so death number one is being beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. And by the way, Trump uh, still hasn't lowered the flag to half-mast. I thought they did. I know they did I know they did the cap. I thought they did the White House as well. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know 100%. I thought they did, though. Hmm. Death number two is Kevin Greeson. Yeah, he uh, he just died recently. Uh, he played for the Carolina that Panthers. That was Kevin Green. Son? Kevin Green's son. Yeah. Um, this is Kevin Greeson. Yeah. And disclaimer here, this version of the story is being refuted by Greeson's family and is likely an urban legend. This probably didn't happen. We try to keep deaths on Who Died the Worst limited to the real story, but sometimes we won't let the truth get in the way of the uh, entertaining alternate fiction like, remember the guy who was, like, a uh, old Chinese guy, and they said he was drunk and he wanted to kiss the moon and he fell in the lake and drowned? That probably didn't happen. Remember the guy who, like, the turtle dropped on his head and he died? That probably didn't happen. Uh, this one probably didn't happen, but we're still going to run with it. Uh, what, what likely happened, this is according to Kevin's wife, Christy, uh, Kevin was at the protest, 
and never tried to enter the building, according to his, uh, his widow. She said she was on the phone with him as he described people pushing past a barrier nearby because he was standing out in the lawn by the Capitol. Oh, real quick, uh, yeah, apparently... He did lower it. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. it was be- because he was under pressure. Yeah, the, the only reason he's doing any of this is because he's under pressure. Yeah. So, so according to Christy Greason, the, uh, she, he's on the phone with her, and he's talking about like people pushing past this barrier, when according to Christy, quote, he just stopped talking, and I could hear all the people. That's when he had the heart attack. He died instantly. So her, the, the, the most likely story here is, is that he was on the phone with his wife. He was, like, protesting in front of the Capitol, but he didn't go in. And then he had a heart attack while he was on the phone with his wife. That's not the story we're going with. We're going with the heart attack story. We're going with the fun one. Because the alternative version of this is that Greason did infiltrate the Capitol. And while he was there, he tried to steal a painting of longtime Speaker of the House Tip O'Neill. And that during this attempted theft, urban legend has it that he had a taser in his pocket that he accidentally set off. And it repeatedly discharged, shocking his balls and inducing the fatal heart attack. So death number two, which probably didn't happen, is that you're trying to steal a painting in the Capitol building and the taser you have in your pocket accidentally discharges and tases your balls until you have a heart attack. That's death number two. Death number three is Roseanne Boyland. Roseanne Boyland, 34 years old, also died outside the Capitol building she is from Kennesaw, was from Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, she was a recovering drug addict with aspirations of becoming a sobriety counselor herself. And she had delved deep into the infamous QAnon conspiracy. Which uh, became, according to her family, an obsession. They said she was, like, just deeply, deeply obsessed with this QAnon stuff. Like Kevin Greeson, there are competing versions of what happened to her to cause her demise. Boylan's family still doesn't know. Uh, They say a Capitol Police officer told them that Boylan collapsed while standing near the Capitol Rotunda. However, friends of Boylan, who went to the protest with her, claimed that she had been knocked to the ground and trampled to death when the more frenzied members of the crowd started advancing on the Capitol building herself. So one version is she just collapsed. Nobody really knows what happened. The second is that she was trampled to death by the mob. Not like the mafia mob, like the the, the crowd. Yes. Uh, The second version would have a sickening coincidence added to it as Boyland was photographed earlier in the rally, turned riot, carrying a Gadsden flag, which has its famous slogan on it, Don't Tread on Me. So death number three is being trampled to death shortly after carrying a flag that says, Don't Tread on Me. Which I saw the picture of. Yeah. Well, that part we know she had the flag. We don't know if she got trampled to death or if she just collapsed and died of something else. That's what we're not sure about. And what could it have possibly been? Nobody. I don't think I saw a cause of death. It's no, no aut- autopsy or anything. I, I don't know if they've done gone that far yet. Uh, uh, if they, well, did, they, do, they do it. They do them almost yeah. immediately. Well, I don't so. think they've published the results or made them oh, public yet. Mm-hmm. So, death number one. Death number one is uh, being beaten to death with a fire extinguisher by yeah. a crowd of crazy Trump supporters. Right. Death number two. We're going to go with the one that probably didn't happen. Is you're trying to steal a painting. And you accidentally taser your balls repeatedly until yeah. you have a heart attack. Death number three yeah. is uh, you're carrying around a don't tread on me flag. And shortly thereafter, people do tread on you. Okay. Um, this week's winner is number one. Okay. That's simple. That easy. Fuck two and three. Okay. I'm glad they're dead. 
All right. Well, terrorists. If they didn't storm the Capitol, are they still terrorists? They were there. They were there. Yeah. They're terrorists. All right. They're terrorists. They're treasonous. They support Trump, who's a terrorist. Yes. He he allowed three hundred thousand plus Americans to die. He did. He had information. He refused to to re- release the information. Mm-hmm. He didn't take the pandemic seriously. Um, he mocked it. He mo- look is calling it the China virus funny? No, he's calling it the Kung flu. Is that funny? Mm-hmm. Yes, hysterical. Um, what's not hysterical is three hundred thousand plus people dying. Right. What's not hysterical? Literally more than a nine eleven every day. At this sure, point. but but what what was worse, nine eleven or twenty twenty? Twenty twenty was way worse. No, it wasn't. Oh, because we had the Patriot Act with nine eleven. Yeah, we had and the, the we response. Had a fucking to, war. The response to nine eleven was worse. We had wars yeah. started because of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think in all that. President Bush's presidency, as far as that goes, mm-hmm. was because we're still over, we're still fighting wars. Right. There's still shit. It's not like it fucking ended. That is true. There's still mm-hmm. shit, you know, happening. There's still we're still killing brown people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's tough. Look, they're both fucking awful. Yes, they're both awful. It's just that one president seemed, you know, smiley and, and nicer yeah. than. You know, more presidential. I, I, more... I saw things that you know, like Bush never said about the uh, the hijackers. Uh, you're very special. He never told them you're very special. Right. I had look, dude. Not to, not to to fucking put on my tinfoil hat and be queuing on. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I still think 9/11 was an inside job. Mm-hmm. I still do. I will always think 9/11, based off of shit that I know, shit that uh, like I've researched. Not goofy stuff. Like common sense. You never spent the amount of time looking into it that I did because you were like, nah, TV told me that this is what happened. So I believe that that's what happened. Not really looking into it and put in connecting dots and not making up dots where I think a lot of QAnon people like to make up shit. Do I think that they're right about certain things that they say? Of course I do. It's everything that they go on about is that they'll just sit there Again, going back to that guy that I bring up from time to time mm-hmm. that used to, you know, like mentor me uh, in, in as far as like conspiracy stuff goes like that guy is just a whack job. He's a racist. He is like he prides himself on being right wing. And because we had a mutual friend, our, our Nate, who does the this week in murder mm-hmm. uh, jingle uh, me and Nate, you know knew this guy too like you i mean you know who who he yeah, is yeah uh i'll just say his name mario just so we fucking have a name for it. he's a whack job just a fucking whack job looks like hagrid um meets a fucking biker uh and a gay biker and not that there's anything wrong with gay bikers i'm just saying like for somebody that that fucking didn't want to watch torchwood because it was there was too many gay references in it uh and you know he would wear like white power pins and then you know, it must have pained him when they uh, we were at uh, Pat Norellis's house for New Year's that one year. And he took a picture with uh, Kevin, who was a gay black guy we knew. Yeah. And Mario had a picture with Kevin. Fuck, it must have pained him to take that picture. Um, because Mario was was phony. Um, and he was a fake, you know. But he's, he's just a fucking whack job. But anyway, somebody like him, when he had names like Evil Money and I Hate A-Holes, and yet he is a big like Trump supporter now. Right. 
the people like that and he like, would have hated Trump. He hated Trump before, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 it was so funny to see like people sell out the 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 things they believed for so long. And not just him. I'm I'm talking like more of the like conspiracy people who were really into those things, like the Alex Joneses of the world. Mm-hmm. And for Alex Jones, it was like a money thing because it, it really helped his brand yeah. and, and really helped his notoriety to be like on the Trump coattails. And uh, Roger Stone was big with on Alex Jones and kind of promoted him a little bit. Yeah, But it's it, the funniest thing to me, knowing that um, knowing that Alex Jones is like big on like certain conspiracies about certain things, there's a guy. Um, he is currently... Um, for well, this is going to be out on Thursday. This episode will be released on the fourteenth of of January. So okay. when the, when this is released for the next six days until the twentieth, until Joe <laughs> Biden becomes president. By the way, uh, this you need to take off work. Th- th- that needs to be party day. What day is that? It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. Fucking party day. It's going to be an amazing day. We're going to have that. We're going to have AW that yeah. night. You need to take off. It needs to be party day. Well, if it winds up also being take my dog to the vet day, then maybe we'll do that. Um, so, uh, the thing with uh, the thing I'm bringing up here is for the uh, and and this if if you're kind of like okay, enough with the Trump stuff with this episode. Hopefully, this is the last one because this is going to be the last murder, my dude, where Donald Trump is president. Um, because if he gets elected again in 2024, I will leave the show. <laughs> I will leave the no, show. No, he, here's my here's my thing. Um. I'm okay with you being sick and tired of yeah. hearing about Trump because you need to be sick and tired yeah. of hearing about Trump. If you're really sick and tired about hearing about Trump, then do something about it. You already did. Yeah, like, we, we voted. We out. voted. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's that. But make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Make sure that you get up and make sure that you... you speak you, out against people. Speak, like, be political. Yeah, we're saying do something about... Don't, not, we're not talking about violence. We're talking about... No. Yeah. Leave that to them. Leave, that's that's yeah. That, that, that's, that's their ballgame. That's them. And they'll blame it on Antifa no yeah. matter what happens. Um, do something. Be political. If you tell me... It's like I brought up earlier about the whole dating thing. When you when I'm dating and somebody like I'll I'll read in the bio certain things make me go no I'm gonna pass on you mm-hmm. for one if you tell me you're a vegetarian I'm gonna pass on you mm-hmm. if I see on your thing like I don't talk politics I'm passing on you mm-hmm. because you're complacent if you during this whole thing were okay with with like fuck you if you're you you didn't like if you tell me why well, I didn't vote why didn't you vote because I don't like I don't like uh, I don't like Biden. Do you like, oh, okay, so you like Trump then? No, I don't like Trump. You don't like Trump? How bad do you think Trump is? Well, I think he's really bad. Then you should have fucking voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me you didn't fucking vote, fuck you. That's how I am. That's where I am. Fuck you. Even our friends, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, fuck you. Because it's it's just, I in my opinion, you cannot convince me that there are any Trump supporters that are good people. There are none. There are none. Don't fucking tell me. That's like, that's literally in 1940 fucking whatever. Nah, there are good Nazis. Right. He's a good man. Hans, that Hans is a fucking good man. I never trust a Hans. Hans is, he's a good man. He works hard for his family. Okay. He, mm-hmm. he you know, he's a good, he's a, Hans is a good father. Mm-hmm. Is he? But he just fucking, you know, killed somebody well hans didn't do it you know hans was working in the phantom plan yeah. 
<laughs> By the way, did you see one of the people in their head? It was like a, uh, it was, there's a slogan, I guess it was a big, like, uh, white nationalist thing. It was like SMWE. Okay. Six million more than enough or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's one guy who had a shirt, it was like Camp Auschwitz. I saw that. It was yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, and this is a, and apparently, like, and they don't really censor this stuff out. Like, apparently, that shirt's a Teespring thing. So I got busted from Teespring. I'm like, ugh, that's gross. I don't, I don't care. What's it going to make you do? Not buy from Teespring? If Teespring was our, you know, our way of like selling shit, so what? Dude, I'm for free speech. Mm-hmm. Let them sell whatever. Let them sell whatever. I think that's a silly move. That's overreaching right there. That's an overstepping, overreaching, over... Well, not, I didn't say boycott. No, 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 like, no. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm disappointed in Teespring. Why? I'm, Why? It's just... It's, it's a bad look. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Is Black Lives Matter, if they sell that, which they do, is that a bad look too? I think there's a big difference between Black Lives Matter and Camp Auschwitz. Is there? Black Lives Matter yes, burned uh, down cities. Did they kill six million people? Doesn't matter. They still burn down cities and, and destroy businesses. I am not. Look, when I say I'm against Black Lives Matter, I'm against the way it's been organi- organized and the way it's the practice, not the idea. The idea that like were they, those riots, were they under the directive? Like this is a coordinated plan there are to, pe- people there wearing or, black lives matter it, shirt. yeah i was gonna say or is it people who believe in that they got pissed and burned down well, well nobody nobody organized this thing as far as all the trump supporters i don't think that there was one objective like where you know one person that was like hey we need to go storm the capital i don't think that that is you're gonna find that in writing anywhere well let's see what those parlor hacks actually. maybe maybe yeah, if, let, we, let's, if, let's if hold, we hold back on that uh, as of now as of now mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to find that. But can you find... You'll probably find people organizing and saying to do shit uh, as far as Black Lives Matter goes. The idea is Antifa and Black Lives Matter, I don't agree with 100%. I agree I don't with agree them more with than... anybody 100%. No, but... I agree with me 100%. You, you agree with, with Bernie, don't you? Almost, yeah. There, I don't know if there's anything I don't agree with Bernie on. There's probably some. There might, if I looked at his position stuff, I would probably say. But what I okay, what I'm saying 100. Uh, percent If if we need to say this, then we need to say this. Believe all women doesn't mean believe all women. This is what I I heard today, right? Mm-hmm. This uh, political um, commentator that I watch on uh, on YouTube. He 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 even he said believe all women doesn't mean believe all women. Mm-hmm. It, it, mean, it doesn't mean you have to believe every single woman 100% of the time. It's saying when when uh, a woman cries rape, you have to take it seriously. And th- the phrasing of believe all women as just it's from the from the get go. It was phrased wrong. And that's, that's Black a, Lives Matter was phrased wrong because it seems like it's a short of people take it the wrong way because they're going to they, they, they kind of people only they, yeah, they'll, they'll throw an only in the front of it when it's not there. But that's what yeah. how they take it to mean. They mean yeah. they, they take it to mean only Black Lives Matter or, you know, yeah, only Black Lives Matter, which is not what it means. It means, hey, Black that's Lives Matter. That's not even matter. what they're saying. It's saying Black Lives, Lives Matter, too. Right. Like, hey, we also matter. Right. 
it should be Black Lives Also Matter. But they just put Black Lives Matter. Like, I, and I get the sentiment. Mm-hmm. I understand the sentiment. I am not against the but, sentiment. But then you're, then you're, uh, but then your, your, um, your, like acronym is Blam. It's like Blam. It's too. It's you need, still Blam. It's still Blim. Blum. Yeah. It's Blim. B L M. But but the idea is that there's so many people that support bullshit behind Black Lives Matter. Like when when Bernie was up on a podium uh, and or what's the podium? We call it a podium. What's the thing called? Like a lectern? Lectern. Okay. Yeah. Um, when Bernie was up there and this is early on Black Lives Matter and they came up and they hijacked it. That wasn't fucking, you know, like it's just the there's a lot of bullshit behind it because there wasn't one person at the top. Right, and even if there's one person at the top, there's going to be people under them that are going to kind of go off the reservation a little bit. That's why people, you know, when it comes to atheism, people are like, I'm not an, like, like Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, I'm not an atheist. I'm not an anything-ist, mm-hmm. you know. But, but the thing is, is like, hey, Neil, do you believe in a God? Right. And he says, no, then you're an atheist. Right. No matter what you fucking want to be called. It doesn't matter if you... Want to call yourself an atheist? The idea is if you don't believe in a god, you're an atheist. Doesn't matter if you say you can go. No, I'm not. Well, yes, you are. You can say I don't want to be a fucking human, but if you live on planet Earth, you're a fucking human. Well, if you're a human, you're a human. There's plenty of things alive on planet Earth that aren't humans, like I'm talking about a person. Oh, okay. You could say I'm not a person. You could say it all you want, Mm -hmm. but you're a fucking person. Um, you could say I'm not white because you're embarrassed by white people, you know, which, I, which, which to me, by the way, I don't like that. I don't like the I whole, would never say I'm not white. There's no, I, no, no. But, but to say that you're ashamed of being white for what? What are you ashamed of? Well, being I'm white? not. No, I, no, no. For people to say, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking you specific BP Burke. I'm talking people that say it like right. I'm, I'm embarrassed to be white. I don't like white guilt. And for people to say you can't say that you're proud, I read some stupid shit. This is like my little soapbox time, so let me let me just uh, rant here. I read some stupid shit all the time. I read a, uh, an article that said black people can't be ugly. What? <laughs> I've seen lots of ugly black people. Now, ug- ugly is subjective. Beauty is subjective. There are women, dude, that I found to be amazing like fucking tens all day every day that an ex-girlfriend of mine was like ew she's ugly and i'm like are you the r word are you a retard i think my republican no no No. that's worse yeah um are you a retard now listen i know there's going to be people that say i don't like the way that you say that okay i'm not 20 i'm not a 20 year old i'm gonna say it i like saying it i like saying the word retard or retard. I like saying that. It's a word that I like to say. I. It's not that big of a deal. If you don't like it, you know, sorry. Fucking get over it. Right? Get over it. Isn't it nice and freeing just to be like, fuck, fuck you. I'm going to say the fucking word. It's fucking... I, there's nothing wrong with saying retarded. Other than the fact that, that we need to just correct people and say, I don't like it, so we shouldn't say it. It's like if somebody said... I don't like camo pants, so we shouldn't wear them. Well, fuck you. I like wearing camo pants. 
or I don't like trucker hats or I don't like the doors and I don't mean the, the doors in the house, the band. I don't like the doors. So I don't think we should listen to them or I don't like Leonard Skinnerd. I happen to like Leonard Skinnerd. You know how much I like Leonard Skinnerd. Mm -hmm. I'm a big Leonard Skinner fan. Give me back my bullets. I don't have them. By the way, you know what they meant by that song? Yeah, right? the uh, like the chart. The like, chart. Yeah. yeah, number one with the bullet. Yeah, not the actual because it's not it, a firearm. Right. Because yeah. in Saturday, it was a Saturday Night Special. I think it was called. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, he talks about throwing a fucking gun in like the, in, in a water, like sea or lake or whatever the fuck. I don't remember the the lyrics uh, off the top of my head, but he wasn't exactly like he owned a gun, but he wasn't a big gun fan. Right. Like you, that. you can have a gun, but not be like a gun nut. Right. Like, the NRA has some, done so much to politicize gun ownership. You forget that, like, yeah, there's just people that have a gun or two. Like, they like to hunt. They like to, yeah, they want to just have that in just in case of emergency if somebody breaks in. Yeah. But they're not crazy about it. But, but as far as the word retard goes, I use it. Lots of people use it. But they don't want to use it in front of other people because they're like, hey, you know, well, I don't, I just don't want to ruffle feathers and. Fucking stop. Who are you going to upset? Who? Some fucking, some, so, again, I always bring it to this, some 20-year-old fucking liberal arts student. Like, really, is or, that? Or somebody who has, like, a family member. Who I have a family member and... with, with that. I have a family member But, but not everybody's going to have the same level of sensitivity as you do. And we shouldn't have to respect that. Because, again, that's that, because I can say, I don't think that you should do this, and they're not going to respect everything that I say. So we don't need to respect everything they say. You don't respect everything that people say. If I said to you, hey, dude, I need you to call me king. I need you to call me King Jack all the time because I feel that I'm a king. I feel, no, I do. I feel I'm a king. I feel that I am the reincarnation of Henry VIII and I feel that I'm a king. So I feel that you're disrespecting me by not calling me king. You're just going to be like, mm, fucking get over it. Right? Well, also, I would know you enough to know you're not being genuine. What if I am being genuine? What if I feel I wake up that day and I'm like, that's I, I, how I feel. I didn't feel the need to really talk about this. How do you know that I'm being genuine or not? You don't get to make that decision, but you do make that decision in your head because you're making you're going. I know you well enough. Well, I know people well enough to know that they were a woman for all these years. But now all of a sudden they're a man. That's true. Um, so how do you how do you get to decide? You don't get to decide, right? So then you shouldn't be. You, if if I don't get to decide whether you're a certain gender, then you shouldn't be, get to decide whatever. So if I say I'm a king and I want to be referred to as as king, then you should respect that. But that's the thing is it's cherry picking. It's what you you go. Nah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Like um, when it comes to gender, or if it comes to. Uh, I know that they're they're like when it came to that Rachel Dolezal lady, there's stuff with like people that are saying like, well, what if you fucking really believe that you're black? Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, because it's a mental thing. You know, do I think? Uh, I, I think a lot of it's mental. I think a lot of like with within homosexuality, and it's again. I just had this conversation with somebody. They're like, well, do, well, do you think being gay or bisexual? And I go, why well, I. I I fucking think that because I, what I the the thing was is if you're trans uh, like like if a if a kid comes out and says like if you have a boy and the boy is like ten years old 
I have a 10 year old and he says, daddy, I think I'm a girl. Like, I think I'm in the wrong body. Mm -hmm. Do I just go, okay, well, let's fucking have reassignment surgery. Or do we wait until he's fully developed and we don't stunt because what if he's, you know, what if that's something that stays or do you take him to see, uh, some kind of psychologist or psychiatrist or do, do we, do we involve any kind of like mental health specialist? Yeah. It's a hard question. It's a very hard. I don't question. think it's a hard question. I think the, I think the answer is yes. Right off the bat. I think it's something that, that there should be a, a lot of things because I do look at it and go, well, man, what if he grows up to be a six, five masculine fucking man? And we could have stunted that earlier on to have a more feminine frame, you know, feminine frame. Mm -hmm. That's the tough one. But I think that like getting some kind of consultation like or consulting a medical professional or a, a mental health, you know, uh, professional for 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 t talking and you know I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think that like it is in your I mean, there are lots of things that are in your head. Well, everything's in your head to a degree. It's part of like anything that you are. Well, like, I mean, your penis isn't in your head. Well, no, I mean, but but also, sex drive is not in your penis. Like your penis is the instrument, but the sex drive is in your head. Partly. Wait, it's the chemicals in your testicles and things like that, and your like. Well, they're, they're they're, but you have their sensitive. Their sensitivity. But brain brain dead people don't go around fucking people because they're brain dead. But yeah, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Because you're saying you're saying sexuality and sex drive is it's a mental thing. It's all it's mental. It's not just all mental. It's physical too. It's physical too. Because you get turned on by uh sensitivity in your penis. It's yeah. Like, so it's like, not just you just said it's all mental, but, so but it's not all how, mental. How does that how does being turned on work? Because when you feel when it's you, partly, yeah, it's 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 because it's sending a signal mostly. where? When when you get touched Yes, it does. It sends a signal to your brain, which but it's it not one hundred percent mental. Sex drive you said sex drive is hundred percent mental. No, it's not. It's mostly. But if without a dick, you don't have a fucking you really don't have a sex drive anymore. Because there's Yeah, because the nerve endings that are in your dick are gone if you don't have one. Mm -hmm. So it's not no longer gonna send signals where? To your brain. Yeah, but you said it's hundred percent. Anyway, it's not hundred percent. In your head. So you said a sex drive. Well, that's where is, it all ends up. Okay. Yes, I understand where it goes, but you said it's 100%. It's both, it, it, they both work together. It's like saying appetite is just in your, in your head. No, it's not. It's also in your stomach, and it's in because uh, fucking we have, we have uh, uh, um, receptors. Which are all sending signals back to the brain. But it's not just 100% in your fucking head. The idea of appetite, the idea of sex drive is, is it's a fucking concept that works together, works in your fucking sex drive, works in your, your, your fucking dick and your head. Right. But it's, it's the dick relaying messages to the head. I, I understand where the head goes. is. The head is we're a chief talking executive in circle. here. We're talking we, in we circles. Absolutely are. Right. But you're saying it's hundred percent in your head. It's not. <laughs> your brain is 100% in your head, but sex drive, it's its two parts. And, and for all intents and purposes, I mean, obviously your body's what's interacting with the world, but for all intents and purposes, when you talk about the self, you're talking about your brain. When you're talking about the psyche, the soul, the spirit, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you're talking about your fucking brain. No, we're not. I disagree with that. 
I disagree okay, with well, that because you you believe in this fucking thing where you yeah that's you because you're okay with taking your brain out and putting yourself on some kind of fucking computer no not everybody believes that not everybody believe, because people like their the shape of their fucking eyes or their hands or their fucking right and the thing that likes height. the thing that, that likes is that you. is their the thing that likes that is their brain Brian that's like, not the same fucking argument like if you dude. were no stop. You just know you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. And you hate admitting when you're wrong. You just said the everything is, is, is your brain. It's not. It's not your fucking, your, your soul, your psyche. No, not everything is because the idea of you, like what makes me me is my voice is my fucking, uh, my, my, and, and you go like, where's your voice? Here? It comes with this, which it's just, yeah, I get it. Everything fucking goes to your brain. But these things that are forming your self image, that self image is in your brain. But it's not 100%. My brain is not 100% me. My height is me. My voice is me. My right, fucking... I get that. But I'm talking about more of your thought processes, your well, mental... that's your thought process. Your image of yourself. The reason you would like your voice, that is all your brain. My image of myself is also physical, dude. Right, being interpreted through your brain. But it's still... Yeah. Phys- Again, we're talking in circles. Because you're, you're not understanding that. You, you're wrong in this. You're 100% wrong. And anybody that agrees with you is fucking wrong. Because you're, you're like, it's just dumb to not fucking just... I, I, don't, I don't understand how you... It's, you're, you're fucking... You're just warped when it comes to that type of thinking. I, I don't get it. You, like, physical... Like, the way you perceive yourself. Yes, it goes to your brain... But it's also the way you perceive yourself. Well, yeah, because but what is the part of your body that is capable we know of that. perception? We know that it's the brain. That's all I'm saying. That's not all you're saying. You're saying 100 percent. Perception is 100 percent your brain. You're, no, no, you're no, no, perceiving no, no, no. other things. No, you you're talking about you. You said you not, not not now. We're not even arguing perception anymore. You said you. What makes you you? Well, no, obviously we have arms, legs. Yes, I understand that. But as far as what makes you you mentally is your oh, brain. Well, that's different than yeah. saying you. Saying you mentally and saying uh, you. When I'm not saying, uh, when yeah. I'm saying you, I mean okay. like, when right. I, again, the spirit, the soul, I don't believe in these things. Mm-hmm. Whenever, that's all your brain. Like, obviously your brain isn't your voice. Your voice is your voice. Well, I, and again, I disagree because saying your, your soul and it, you're saying your soul is, is your brain. Well, no, it's not because the soul's not real. And right. But, they, that, but that, that whole thing, that, that essence of what makes you, you. Even though there are things like you said, your height, your your voice, uh, but but that's that all comes down to but your self image. But your but brain. I think your soul is supposed to be something completely different. It is, but it's not real. So it's your brain. It's not your brain because it's not real. It's something. It, it's something your brain created. Like this idea of a soul is something that brains have created. A brain, somebody's fucking brain at some point, and that a lot of other brains believe. Yes, right. So. so, but that's like saying God is is your brain. Yes. No, God's not real. The con- well, yeah, but the concept of God is a it's, mental concept. Yes, it's a mental concept, but it is not your brain. It does not represent your brain. It is not. It, it doesn't represent a brain at all. It represents a a force that is able to create things. Yeah, but that force isn't real. So it was. It's just like a. It's but, a but, but not. Yeah, but that's like that's like saying Superman is your brain, just because a fucking brain created it. That that, that doesn't make any sense. It it's not your soul is it, not your brain. Your soul brain. is not. But it, it's no, the royal brain. No, it's not. It's not representative of a brain. It's it's it has nothing to do with a brain. It's just a it's a fucking it's a concept. It's a it's a it's a character. It's a it's some kind of something. It's just something. It's not a brain. It has nothing to do. A brain is a fucking brain. Krang is a fucking character that is a brain. So yes. Krang is a brain. And now we've really gone 
No, but, off but the deep end. no, we, we went off the deep end a long fucking we, we, time. We ago. sure did. But but Krang is a brain. Superman is not a brain. A soul is not a brain. No, Superman's an alien. What did I say? I don't know. Well, he said he's not a brain. Well, he's not a brain. But but anyway, a soul. I, I, I no, a soul is not a brain because a soul is supposed to be something that is just your fucking soul. It's supposed to be this thing. How do you even describe a soul? A glowing fucking. I don't know thing that's inside it's, it's, it's a very silly concept it is a silly concept um, but yeah what i was going to get at um about a half hour ago uh we were talking about like different conspiracy people and like different things like that uh, and i was saying like yeah uh for the next six days um the secretary of commerce of the united states is a guy named wilbur ross and you're talking about like people who believe in stuff and then they kind of saw out their beliefs through trump and things like that so Trump picked Wilbur Ross to be a Secretary of Commerce. He's been the Secretary of Commerce the entire God, time. Nobody's listening at this point. Oh, no, I know. I'm kind of talking to myself here. This mm. is what we've been doing for the last 20 minutes. Well, anyway. no, because I said I wanted to go on my soapbox. I did not know that you were trying to go back to anything. I thought because... Uh, real quick, this is all I'm getting no, at. No, no, go ahead. Wilbur I... Ross, um, Trump appointee to run commerce in the United States, the Department of Commerce, and... He, uh, for 30 years, almost, for, well, for about uh, 20 years, rather, he worked for N.M. Rothschild and Sons, who were supposedly like these big Illuminati people, and he literally worked for them for 30 years. Yeah, so that's, this is going back to the Mario thing. Yeah, um, that, that's when I brought it up, but yeah, okay. it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, Mario is very much, like, like I said, his name was Evil Money. And if you are sticking around, a fucking bless your heart. Bless your heart. Oh, I, I said this about Trump supporters. If anyone is still listening at this point, please email us at murdermydude.gmail.com. I would like to know why. Yeah. Um, I really would. What do you, why? Let, let me tell you something. Never, never put your own product down. Never put your own product down. Women hate when men fucking denigrate themselves or, or uh, uh what's what's the word i'm looking for um uh, what's the type of humor self-deprecating uh, humor de yeah self-deprecating yeah. uh hate it they hate that and as far as business goes mm -hmm. you should never like we used to say this about uh, uh, uh what's what's this who's the um the boring fucking chris jericho was all part lance lance, lance storm yeah. storm what would he say in, in wwe that uh, everybody always gave him shit for. It was too boring, or no, the, he kind of like put the product down. Yeah, and, uh, he it, it was the first one of the first interviews he did. He made fun of the Undertaker for having a bad interview, and then he got a lot of heat for it because you're not supposed to point out if something was bad. Which which is hilarious, by the way. I, and I agree with not putting your own not putting your product down, but that's if you're Vince McMahon, right? Mm -hmm. If you're Vince McMahon. And you put your product down. That's stupid. Why would you put your product down? It's your fucking product. Okay. But if you're Lance Storm and you say that The Undertaker was boring. It was Chris Jericho that did that. Was what? Lance Storm's whole thing was they wanted people to chant boring at him because they thought they would get it. He would, it would get him over. Oh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm yeah, referring Storm, to. They had like Steve Austin come out and yell boring during one of Lance Storm's matches and pretend he was going to sleep and things like that. Because they the idea was that like like how they would chant what at Steve Austin they would chant boring at Landstorm and it would get them over because it was kind of like they wanted to kind of be like the Rocky thing die Rocky die 
Maybe. I don't know what they Where like if you're I, I I'm trying to because I th- I try to look at the psychology of things. Why would you say that maybe if they say boring enough, the crowd will get behind him. Mm-hmm. Because like the machine wants you to okay, he's boring. So they chant, you know, people chant boring that they actually start to like him. Mm-hmm. They start to chant die, Rocky, die, and then what happens? He, he went become, away for like six months and he came back and was a cool heel. Right. Um but what did you say about the Jericho thing? Oh, uh, that was something where, like, when he first started there, one of the first promos he did, it was after Undertaker and, like, I think it was the big show. They had a really, really boring interview. And then, like, Jericho basically acknowledged in his interview that it was boring. Mm-hmm. And it pissed, I guess, Undertaker off. And he got chewed out about it in the back. Okay. So I thought you were saying that, like, people, it's like, you know, we're, we're shitting. I thought you meant all oh, the, like, fans or something. Shit. It's like, hey, did you ever hear of The Rock? Who right. will yeah. sit there and, and go like, like, like when Jericho came out and The Rock was like, like, who are you? Right. You know, you don't know who he is. He's on, he was on WCW. Mm-hmm. They, they beat you for 83 Three weeks. weeks yeah. uh, how do you not know who he is? You should have been watching that thing with everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. If you're going to do that, if you're going to be pissed at that, then you should be pissed. You should tell The Rock, hey, don't call anybody boring then. Since we're not allowed to call people boring in the fucking thing. That, then again, people like The Undertaker and Steve Austin, they're fucking prima donnas. Yeah. Totally prima donnas. That's why I never want to hear anybody talk shit about Hogan. You know how many people fucking Austin didn't put over? Uh, lots. <laughs> lots. But people fucking brag about how amazing Steve Austin is? Dude. He fucking refused to put so many people over. So many fucking people. And if, you know, you're a big, you're a big wrestling fan, you know that. And I love Steve Austin. Oh, so do I. That's yeah, why I don't, that's, that's why I don't have a problem with Hogan. But then again, it, it's like people, real quick, let's, let's just talk uh, wrestling for a second since nobody's listening anymore. Uh and most people that listen to this shit, they don't want to hear fuck it. That's why we keep the wrestling references short. We don't really talk wrestling. And I can, I, I don't really have a platform to, to talk wrestling because um, you don't even do the show weekly anymore. Mm-hmm. Your wrestling podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I like talking wrestling. I like it, but it's not uh, on Tony's show. The, the last time I was on, it was a little bit more regimented. It was different. You said it's a little bit more relaxed now than it was before, but but it's so relaxed that you don't do it weekly. So I don't even know what, what it's like anymore. I have no idea. I don't guest on the, the show. Uh, not Nothing against it. It's just that, you, like I said, you guys don't do it much. But anyway, um, Goldberg's going to be wrestling soon. Mm-hmm. And as always, the tired, like, oh, Goldberg's back. The typical jokes. It's corny. It's fucking, it, it's, it's so fucking done to death. It's it's worse. The, the the jokes about Goldberg wrestling is worse than uh, than than the fucking uh, Goldberg himself actually coming back and wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's it's tired. It's fucking done every year. How many times does Goldberg wrestle a year? Now? Twice. Yeah, I think his deal is literally for two matches a year. Okay. Why aren't people saying the same thing about Lesnar? I mean, they do. Yeah. Some do. Yeah, some people just have it uh, out against part-timers, I think. Mm-hmm. If John Cena came back and wrestled, are they going to fucking shit on John Cena? 
It's possible. But, but Cena hasn't been that kind of a part-timer as much, and he's not always in the title match Check us when he out. comes back. Check this out. The title isn't fucking real. This isn't UFC. This isn't UFC where people are actually fighting for an actual spot, for an actual title that means something. Like, can Dana White choose whoever the... But so can boxing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Anybody and, and can choose do. who they fucking want to. And they absolutely do. Yeah. Right. So there's no real fucking system put in place. You know, I mean, you could say maybe like something like football, but you're choosing who the fuck, who the fuck could play. Yeah. Well, in, fo- in football, they do have a little bit more like the team that was first place in this division plays the team that was first place. They don't like just randomly pick this. Right. But you can't just come yeah. out with, you can't just come in with like, Hey, we just uh, brought in this new team right, right away and just throw in this new team. But like, Hey, listen, uh, look, Buffalo, I know that you're, I'm just throwing a fucking team out there. Okay, g- give me a good team. Fuck Buffalo. G- Buffalo's give me a-, a good team. Oh, are they right now? Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, dude, great. I don't pay yeah. attention to football. They're one of the best teams in football. This oh, year. sure. Buffalo, you have to take the back seat right now. I have this other team I'm bringing in. They're, they're going to be fighting or uh, uh, playing. Mm-hmm. Cause UFC can do that. Cause Dana White does that. Yeah. Cause yeah, look, when, when CM Punk came in, he took a spot from somebody. Right. Okay, but guess what? Same thing you complained about The Rock doing in wrestling. Huh? Same thing you complained about The Rock doing in wrestling. Who? CM Punk. Didn't it, he? Complain about like The Rock taking somebody's spot on WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Right. And John Cena complained about people coming in like The Rock. Also, John Cena complained. Yeah, John Cena also complained about The Rock. John Cena has kind of walked back a lot of things he said about The Rock earlier, though. So is CM Punk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, CM Punk did because they all do. Because once they're in the, they're not you know in it anymore. They, all that whole like you turned your back on the business, you blah 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 blah. That's yeah. why I don't give a fuck, and I have zero respect for any wrestler, any wrestler from the top of the fucking uh, you know ladder to the bottom of the ladder, you know, top of the food chain and bottom, whoever. I, I have zero respect for the fucking people that bitch and complain about, you know, oh, you're taking the boys' spot. You're taking their... Shut the fuck up. Shut up. It's fucking fake. I mean, fake in the sense, and we don't need to fucking say yeah. it. It's fake. Wrestling's fake. Was that fake? No, but movies are fucking fake, too. It's not real life, and fucking stunt people die all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not going to sit there and go... Triple X was fucking real because a stunt guy died. That's the only movie I can think of automatic. What's the fucking uh, Twilight Zone movie was real. Yeah. It was real. Why is it real? Three people died in that one. Yeah, because people got, one dude got uh, decapitated. Mm-hmm. It's real. It must be fucking real. No, the movie's still fucking fake, dumb shit. Yeah, real shit fucking happens, but it's fucking scripted. Uh g- and, and and it's just it's so fucking I hate it I hate how fucking corny people get with that. But as as far as like Goldberg coming and and wrestling, so what? He's taking somebody's spot. Also, one it's Vince McMahon's company. Mm-hmm. You don't want to watch it. You don't, don't fucking watch it. And, you don't like and it. More and more people aren't these days. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But then guess what's going to happen? There's going to be no wrestling anymore. It seems like we might be headed that way. Because people are pussies. Are they not pussies? 
Well, does not wanting to watch wrestling make you a pussy? Yes, if you're a wrestling fan. And you're whining and bitching because everything doesn't go according to the way you want it. When we were fucking kids, like, yeah, you don't need to sit there and like everything about it, but it's the way they go about it. We watched fucking bullshit and, you know, we watched, when we watched wrestling, we were wrestling fans. We watched fucking Doink the Clown. We watched Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Yeah. We watched a lot of bullshit. We watched T.L. Hopper. We watched... And, for, and somehow it was yo, more fun than wrestling, like watching Raw is now. Because people Even though, bitch like, too much. the wrestling is better now. Like, the actual bell-to-bell wrestling is better now. I think it's just it's so much of the same thing over and over again. There was same thing like, over and over again then. But you weren't. I guess it wasn't as exposed. Like I guess like if you watch Raw, it was an hour. It wasn't three hours. There's there's a whole big thing with it. I think there's a lot of also. Like, I still watch it, but I don't get the same enjoyment I did when I was like twelve. You don't get the same enjoyment of anything that from when you were twelve, except for video games. For you, and I don't even think you enjoy video games as much as you enjoy. Maybe you do. Maybe you, maybe you actually really get that excitement and that enjoyment out of it. I don't know, but I mean, I talk about this too. Like, I don't enjoy shit like I fucking enjoyed when I was younger. Yeah, and maybe it's because like people are dead, people are dying around me. Like my my whole everything seems so bleak and so dark. The last four years especially seem fucking dark for us. Um, and, and like I try to say to you, I'm like. Yeah, dude, it, it sucks, but you don't really get affected by all the other people. So the best, your best bet is just sit there and, and get the enjoyment you can out of video games and, and movies and shit that you can. Just try to get as much enjoyment out of it because, you know. And, and the good thing with wrestling, too, is there's so much wrestling out there that you can find what you like. I get, I do get a lot of enjoyment out of, like, both the wrestling shows on Wednesday sure. night. Uh, I get SmackDown even is sometimes right. pretty good. Raw is but there's not going to really be a Raw or SmackDown if everybody turns their back on the product because they bitch about the way. Look, dude, here here's why they're more vocal about it today. So people mobilize more. That's that's what I hate about fucking the internet. That's what I hate about the internet is because there are so many people now that that get to bitch about it before. Like in the fucking nineties, if there was an internet in the early like early nineties, like there is today. Like, there was internet in the mid to late 90s, mm-hmm. but not like there is today. Yeah, it was like a very hardcore thing. It was like the hardest of hardcores were there. And now, like, if, if we if we were able to to get online, like, we if, if there was Twitter and there were all these fucking things like there, are, like there are today, back then, wrestling probably be fucking dead. Wrestling would probably be dead because people would bitch about the Dungeon of Doom. And fucking would turn their back on WCW. They would yeah. get tired of of how fucking tired uh, the Wolfpack is, and the, and the NWO Black and White, and the NWO B team, and the NWO Z team, and fucking you know they, they would get tired of that. They would get tired of everything in WWF uh, up until DX and mm-hmm. Austin and The Rock, and even during those times, even during. It's funny because if you look at like Austin Rock and shit, like there was still really goofy shit happening then. Oh too. yeah, the undercard was crazy though. Yeah, you just had those big vibrant stars at the top, which let you it, it covered up a lot of shit. My thing is is look, you don't need to like Goldberg, but all the bitching about it and like saying like I'm not gonna watch anymore is so pussy. Like, don't watch it, but don't fucking at the same time. Don't be fucking bummed out when it's gone and you don't have it anymore to bitch about. Because that's what's going to fucking happen. You don't need to like everything on it. 
You don't need to like every single fucking match. We sure as fuck didn't when we were growing up. We sure as fuck didn't like every single match, but we watched it. And it was there and it, and it continued to go because we continued to fucking give money towards it and it continued to stay around and it gets better and it gets worse. And that's always going to fucking happen as long as you fucking continue to watch. It's going to get better. It's going to get worse. It's going to get better. It's going to get worse. Like. It's like going fucking Eagles suck. I'm not going to watch anymore. And then everybody stops watching. I didn't watch this year. Mm-hmm. Not because the Eagles suck. I, I did. No, that they suck. No, and, and it's not because they suck. I didn't watch it this year because I just had in my head, like, everything's going to suck because of COVID. There's going to be, I'm not going to be able to enjoy, and I really haven't enjoyed shit. I didn't enjoy fucking shit this year. Except for maybe like some movies that don't, ex- or some TV shows that don't, you don't need audiences. Yeah. I feel like wrestling can't really be done not having an audience does hurt wrestling it does it hurts it so much um you don't need uh, you don't need an audience for ufc you don't need it Mm -hmm. um you don't need i mean i think you do need an audience though for football because it, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. You don't have that, cra- it, it, that it crowd was, noise. Well, they, they they piped it in. They would like put in fake crowd noise. And then I watched uh, the the playoffs over the weekend. There's and still something about hold on. There's still something about seeing people there getting yeah. real fucking hyped up. Oh yeah, like uh, the playoffs this weekend in Buffalo. It was like the first home playoff game in Buffalo in forever. And they allowed six thousand people in, and they put them mostly down in the, the bottom. And they did have, like, empty rows in between them and things like that, so they were trying to do some things as far as precautions. And, yeah, just the energy was on a different level, especially because it's Buffalo. They have, like, some of the most passionate fans in the, in the, in the country. Sure. So, yeah, it was a lot more fun. Yeah. And, and, yeah, that, that was cool. I don't know. I just, I just hate, like, it just seems like everybody is so fucking whiny with, with shit. Look, dude, you know, like, Goldberg don't like him, but why do you not like Goldberg? He sucks. Goldberg's fucking. He was the worst ever. He's no, old. He's a part timer. So he's got I, three moves. Or so what? Like so and 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 fucking Triple H is old. He was from WCW, and I didn't like WCW. I think ah yeah, ah. There's a big. Player. There we go. There we go. I didn't like WCW. Why? Why didn't you like WCW? WWE did a great job of conditioning people to not like WCW. It's almost like Trump conditioning people to not like fucking Democrats. Similarly, yeah. It's it's wrestling and politics are so fucking intertwined. It's disgusting. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's the same it's the same fucking thing. Anyway, we went on for like 35 fucking hours. Uh if you if you were still listening to to this, why? That's what you said, right? Why? No, but but Where we, do my do to gmail.com. Tell us why. Uh but but I but as I was saying, no, we we should never put put our own product down. If you are still listening, thank you. I appreciate it. Um yeah. So anything else? No, that's uh, that's that's all. That's all I really have. Uh, you know, just to make a few clarifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said I said the R word earlier. I like I like saying the word uh, retard because I think retard's funny. I don't think that again, there's certain words I don't I won't say. I just stay away from, uh, you know, if, if, if you're talking in an academic sense or you're talking like a books or whatever and you bring up. You're having like an, an a real conversation. I think that there's when it comes to the N word. I think that um, there's a time and a place you can say it, and I think it's when you're talking about 
the actual word and not not just saying it just because you're like i can say it and i want to say it that's a can of worms you don't want to open um but to sit there and say that you can't even say it when you're talking about the history of the word or whatever, that's just that's silly um not everything needs to be respected not everything needs to be respected like i i've talked to you privately and i talked to you about um certain things where like if the black community says, you know, this, and then you'll be like, well, I disagree with that. And it's like, well, you're considered then a racist. If you disagree with whatever, whatever that this is, I'm using just a you know blanket this. Right. And you're like, well, I disagree with that. And, um, well, you're race. They consider you racist. And you go, well, I guess I'm racist. That's just kind of how, you know, things have to be like, if, if you consider me to be whatever, then I, you know, then I am, I, I am whatever you say I am. Right. Isn't that what Eminem said? Mm-hmm. I am whatever you say I am. Um, just it's it, it is what it is, as our favorite president says. And it isn't what it isn't. And it isn't what it isn't. Right. Um, I think that if if you're talking about the N word in terms of like the history of it, or if 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 you're having an actual like a big boy conversation and you say like what was uh and then there were none aka 10 little indians aka 10 little blank you know mm-hmm. what was blank and then you say okay well it was this uh i'm not going to say i am respecting your wishes to not say the word at all um not that i fear backlash because again it's the context that you're using if you're talking about it in a historical context then you should be able to have that conversation if you're just saying it just to be like, well, I can say that word. Fuck you. Um, well, they call each other. Fuck you. Um, God, I remember that argument with Mario. <laughs> Always fucking saying that. Well, that's like now the bigger thing with the public. Well, why were you complaining when they did in the Black Lives Matter thing? Well, because they weren't trying to overthrow the government. Well, you know... <laughs> The Black Lives Matter, did they store did they take over a police station? They burned down a police station. Okay. Right. I don't know if it was Black Lives Matter, rioters in Minneapolis. People like to assign a lot to Black Lives Matter. I don't think Black Lives Matter is like, hey, burn down a police station. But who what rioters would they be? Who would they be? Uh they would be rioters, angry rioters who were upset about the George Floyd uh killing. Which would be Black Lives Matter protesters. Because they wouldn't be Trump protesters. Any of the any any of the people there were Black Lives Matters or, or, or Antifa. They're associated. It's it's I there are very few non-political people that would be there. That's true. Uh and, and, and yeah, is is it wrong to burn down a police station? Of course it is. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. But when you say that now, when somebody's talking about the Capitol, you're like, well, what about that? You're just deflecting. You're, you you are no, and I agree. Yeah, and I agree. No, no, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm right. just saying. Oh, no, I totally there's agree. There's no excuse to do either. Right, but but yeah. I also at that time was like, no, that's fucked up. Just like I said, um, it was fucked up when sports teams fucking set cities ablaze yeah. when when there's you know there's uh, uh, sports fans rather when their sports uh, team win. Mm-hmm. When I flip over cars and burn shit to the fucking ground, then I say shit. I fucking speak up and I'm like, no, that's fucked up. When when Baltimore was on fucking fire, how how many years ago was that? Uh, like six. Was it? Whatever it was. I said shit. 
I was like, that's fucking disgusting. I, I never am okay with violent protests or burning down fucking anything. Because who pays for that? Who pays for it? The fucking city pays for it. And who's funding that? Taxpayers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they're like, well, liberals, they don't pay taxes. Some don't. And you know how many fucking white Trump supporters are on fucking welfare? Absolutely. The majority of uh, food stamp recipients are white. Are white. Mm-hmm. And are in the South and support Trump. Yeah. The majority. Mm-hmm. A very small portion are fucking uh, uh, minorities that receive it. So, I mean, you know, but let me guess the white people that are Trump supporters that receive it in the South are Antifa. <laughs> of course, they're everybody. Anybody Everybody's- that does anything bad is Antifa. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is that it? That's Are we it. done here? That's okay, it. that's it. I'm I, not. Look, I'm, I'm not as big of a fucking asshole as I I may come across because I say like I don't support Black Lives Matter in that fucking sense because I don't. I don't support Black Lives Matter as as far as the burning down shit. I support the idea that Black Lives Matter because they do. D- d- does that make sense? Yes. Do Black Lives Matter? Yes. Yes. Do white lives matter? Yes. Okay. Right. Some. <laughs> some black lives matter. Okay. Some don't. Yeah. There are black lives that do not yes. fucking matter. Yes. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Latino lives matter. No, no, no. I, I, I know. I, 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 I'm going to throw out a name. You tell me. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Does his life matter? Honestly. Okay. Um. Let's see. Louis Armstrong. Did his life matter? Yes. Okay. Floyd Mayweather. Does his life matter? That doesn't come on. This is sure. Okay. Mike Tyson, does his life matter? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Jerry Rice. Does yeah, his life Of course. Okay. Emmett Smith. No. Fucking cowboy. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> and with that, we will see you next week with more murder. Wait, one more thing. My dude. Okay, five-minute bathroom break, and then we got to start doing next week's show. All right. It is now Tuesday. Let's do it.